Hello, and welcome to Gaming Fix, episode 103, on this January 11th, 2020, it's a new year. I'm your host, Andre Cole, aka your girl's favorite New Year's resolution, and she's about to break me. Uh, I am joined today oh by Pat. What's your New Year's oh. resolution? Um, I don't really do that. I kind of have issues with the whole concept of New Year's resolutions. If we want to get deep, <laughs> you should just I, be a I'm, good person and take care of yourself all the time. <laughs> I'm also joined by Sam. Um, my New Year's resolution is to stop eating on podcasts. Uh, and Andre helped me by I take, starting the podcast until I finished the orange. That I, I take it all back. I love this plan. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> New Year's revolutions are great. Uh, no more ice in uh, glasses. Uh, finally, I said nothing about ice. Oh God! Uh, and joining us this week, special guest is from the Super GG Radio Podcast. Wow, Alex Arona. Really it, it's incredibly awful. Alex Arona, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay, see, I like that. I like this intro. Yeah, uh, we'll fix it in post. It'll play, it'll play well. That. I wish we could use that for our podcast intro. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it's copyrighted. I, I'm sure John Cena's a, John Cena's a cool guy. I'm sure he'll just I'm sure like... be fine. Yeah. All right. Sure He's probably he in the room care. with all of us, at least one of us at this whenever, point. Whenever we debate talking about something copyright infringement, I'm just like, no one's going to find out. No one's going to listen to us. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but Facebook finds out. They they mm. always find out. Oh, but we're we, not we, streaming to Facebook, so. Yeah, keep our stuff exactly. on Facebook. them. Exactly. Uh, they, they like, we got a copyright strike on something Alex recorded for Extra Life like two years ago. Um. Well, he used to do like guitar covers yeah. of um stuff so like that's probably why but, but we it, just got the strike like this morning or like 12 oh, hours ago yeah i when i woke up this morning i was like copyright is, strike what when we get this is i don't mean this as like a uh this isn't like a secret grudge i've been holding all this time but whenever we get copyright strikes it's always something that alex put in the thing yeah <laughs> but as like a joke like when yes. the anthem I, I when the anthem like closed beta happened and I just read the words to anthem by good Charlotte. He put the video up and then yes. they're like, no, you can't. You can't have the silenced <laughs> video. He also Man. puts the video in for every K-pop every time K-pop is mentioned, which is like <laughs> if you want a copyright strike. See, yeah, you guys, you, see, you guys are big enough to get noticed. Uh, I don't know about by that. an algorithm. It, yeah, by <laughs> by by spiders. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, thank you guys uh, for having me. Yes. Uh, thanks yeah, for joining us. You on. Yeah. Uh, it's great to have some, a new voice on the podcast. Same name, new voice. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, we'll, we'll see how you do You're on your audition episode. Uh, maybe there you go. can stick around. We've been trying to get rid of our Alex for a while. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that you. That's uh, a joke. That's a terrible joke. And I already feel bad that I made it. He does absolutely <laughs> nothing for this podcast. Yeah, it's like everything. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I threatened to replace my co hosts every other episode. Oh, well, uh, maybe we can uh, help you with that and get Thank someone you. in there. Um, I'm glad that you've got an animal in the background, a beanie on, and glasses to complete. Yeah, it's, you're actually <laughs> the facial hair. It's like you're 99% there. there you're not Canadian, though. Can you speak French? You, do you, I can figure that out. 
I can figure okay, it out. Okay, okay, you can learn. Do, okay. you, do you hate control? Nope, love control. Uh, well, all I'm seeing is improvements here. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got a new Alex. The game's got problems, but it is a very good game. Yeah, I, well, I, I'm rolling credits on it today. I'm like at the like at the cutscene started, and I was like, I got to do something, and I just. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's what happened to me with uh death stranding i was like in the last like moments i'm like i've got like 45 minutes left and it's all cut scene but i have to go no i i literally i was like okay i'm gonna play for half an hour and then i hit credits on uh death stranding and i was like oh well i guess i'm here now for like another 45 to an hour i see it up to like 2 <laughs> 30 and i had to get up for work mm-hmm. classic kojima i mean you could pause the game and make it and set I, it to rest it, yeah. it was not as bad as uh what was it um just yeah, solid four. four. Oh my god, like two and a half hour cutscene sequences. I that, that game did, was absurd. Yeah. I only got about I made it through all of the other I mean I haven't played five, but I made it through all the other to one, two, and three. I could not get through four. I, I like I got, four, but damn. I got about two thirds of the way through four and was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not having fun. I think this is stupid. The end is so good. I like the story of four and the ending, but I didn't like the gameplay. Oh, interesting. I thought the story was okay, and I didn't like playing it, so it was like. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the problem is I also, I also great, but I also already knew everything that happened in the story mm-hmm. of four while I was playing it. So like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Then there's no the I can see there being no point. What, you we don't have, want an hour long monologue by Drebin about the the B and no, core. B&E I do not. <laughs> um, I did like the level where you have to follow the guy, though. That was kind of cool. Oh yeah, the whistling. Yeah, it's sort of tedious, but also a clever putting myself in the mindset of like 2008 or whenever that game came Mm -hmm. out. It was it was clever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, getting into what this episode is actually about, uh, I don't think anyone here has played anything too particularly interesting or new. I know I haven't. I'm just playing The Witcher Three again and Destiny. I've been playing Dragon Quest, which is quite interesting. Okay. I played uh, Dr. Kawashima's brain training. Okay. I, I won't tell you how old my brain is because it's embarrassing. I also finished the first Dishonored and I'm playing the DLC for that because okay. I never got around yeah. to that. Game. That's a good series. These are all mm-hmm. good games. Uh, Alex, you playing anything? Just want to like shout out? I Well, I just really quick want to comment on the fact that I have a really big gaping hole in my gaming history, specifically Super Metroid or any Metroid. Okay. Mm. Mm. Playing Super Metroid now. That game also has some problems. Yeah. 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 I've played a little. I played a couple hours on like the Switch online. Yeah, that's what, that's how I'm playing it. And I got stuck. I needed a guide. And I still now I'm actually stuck and I don't know where I'm supposed to go because I did things out of order from the guide. <laughs> well, from uh, this is what got me. And that was that's good and bad. But the idea is that to progress, you literally have to just bomb every wall. Yeah. And that's. That's like it's, from the original Zelda type shit and like, yeah, just annoying. I would say there is not a single, uh, I guess I haven't played other M, but um, there is not a single Metroid game that I have played, which holds up <laughs> today. <laughs> they were all fun at the time uh, and all interesting and good and cool. But I don't think any of them, except maybe Metroid Fusion, still think that is the best Metroid I, game. I always got stuck in that one. There's like a big like bio... Uh, that game has some bullshit in it at like the top and i could never yep. figure out how to get inside and there's like the, a boss in there and i could never get inside and that's always it, where i got stuck 
it's my favorite Metroid game, and yet I still think it has some bullshit in it. So yeah. <laughs> I, I think that that series is I've always found it very funny that people are like so rabid for them to make another one because mm-hmm. I've kind of I'm, I don't know. My stance has always been like, it's good. I would what much if- rather see another like arms or something weird that they've done that's like could be more interesting than another Metroid. Okay. Uh bring back the conduit. I know that wasn't a Nintendo game, but yeah. Give me space Abe Lincoln. What uh, if the, the reason that they canned Metroid Prime 4 was because there wasn't enough bullshit? So they're yeah, like, no, exactly. give it back. You don't you don't get it. We need more bullshit exactly. in this game. Let's just make it let's make it four hour cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if Kojima did a did a Metroid game, I would be extraordinarily excited for it. That oh no, it weirdly sexualized Samus. Now oh, that's true. Never mind. Wait, she's nope, already nope, nope, like nope, I'm back out. That's why I said out. weird. That's just said weirdly. Weirdly. Mm, well, but I, there would just be like if if Kojima was given that character, there would just be like parts of her suit that's cut out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or she would have like a really weird like deformation or something, but still make it sexual yeah it's weird yeah and and except her, that her it would arm still is like, actually a gun not just the suit her her arm is actually a gun yeah and well he's already done that has he no i guess not he's just had someone an arm that holds a gun be a person yeah he would, um, he would make samus have different. like long diatribes about how she wants to die I'm yeah. down with that. Hey, That's you know, relatable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that part is fine. It's more just I don't really want him to cut out like all of the area, just the area around her bikini zones. And then <laughs> everything else is heavily armored. And yet she still walks around in space. Slow mo shower scene. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I don't need that. Oh, She'd be full body armored, but there would somehow still be a whale tail. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And, and cleavage. Yeah. Oh, you mean like the Joel Schumacher Batman movies when Batgirl shows up? Yep. Yes. She's got like a leather thong on the outside of her back. Yes, costume. exactly. <laughs> Perfect. That's how that works. Yep. yep. Um, uh, I wanted right. to shout out one other game though. Uh, yeah. There's a game called Shadow Brawlers. Okay. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but no. it is, I have not. It is a 2D uh, plane, and it is platforming, but it's a party game. And uh, the the big mechanic is that you say you can switch your the, it's a little ninja, and you could switch between black or white, but the backgrounds are extensively just black or white. Mm-hmm. So you will oh. if you switch and toggle, you become almost completely invisible. So you can't find yourself, but at the same time you're trying to kill everybody. So you're trying to make yourself invisible. That's very clever. So maybe and, you like pop out. You're like boop. You can see me, but then you go invisible and move. And then you like also can't find yourself. So yeah. You have to pay attention. But if you're good at it, then you know where you are based on your inputs. That and also there are really good uh, environmental effects. Things like you'll when you move, you'll see little dust clouds or if rain. You can see your outline in rain. It's a, a fun party game to get a bunch of people together. Yeah, this looks really cool. I when you said the name, I kind of expected far less cool looking art than what I'm seeing from Googling it. The uh, art style is awesome. Where are you playing that? Uh, on PC, it's only on PC right okay. now. The guy's trying it to looks, get enough people so that he can uh, port it to Switch. Yeah, it looks like it. When I when I Googled it, one of the things was Switch was one of the the auto completes. So yeah, that's cool. I feel like if you Google any game at this point, Switch is going to be in the auto complete. That's fair. Whether it should be or not, but uh, today, what we're going to get into 
is uh, Sam. Forget about resolutions. It's uh, time for a revolution. The Nintendo revolution coming at you this year. That's the week. That's the week. <laughs> it's coming back. Uh, no, uh, this year, uh, Sam had the bright idea of doing some Nostra Samus said, hey, let's do some predictions. And Nostra Samus 20- yeah. is definitely like Samus's brother <laughs> in the <laughs> Kojima Metroid game. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, in 2021, we'll revisit this podcast and Sam will buy whoever, whoever gets to whoever gets the most predictions correct. will get to name Sam's next child. So he already has Todd Howard. So uh, Pete Hines is coming up next. Oh, I was going to hope for Dr. Pepper. I mean, hey, if you, if you get the most uh, correct predictions, you can name that child whatever you want. I'd like to uh, say that um, I didn't say you could name my second born child. I said that the winner gets a $10 Applebee's gift certificate. Yeah, but that's <laughs> <laughs> they're completely different things. Those are completely yeah. different things. They're, they're not I, I don't want to take money from your, you know, from your pocket, from your child's mouth. Yeah, I want to, I don't like want to take that. You know, I want food out of your child's mouth. I want your child? Oh, no, I, I'll try and get sponsorship. The law of so surprise, you know. please. First name doctor, middle name Pepper. Do, do you think the fact that I, um, if we we can't get an Applebee's sponsorship if my opinions on Applebee's were ever published? So, <laughs> yeah, well, w- uh, a widely known beef with Applebee's. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, among our podcasts, <laughs> it's nothing our podcast hates more. Than there's nothing. There's very few things I hate more than Applebee's. Uh, yeah, you chilies. you had a, a discussion we had a, a privately the other day. Yeah. You had quite a severe reaction to Applebee's. It's bad. It's a bad place to eat food. And, and don't get me started on Fridays. <laughs> Fridays isn't good either, but it's better than Applebee's. Well, Chili's also isn't good, but it's better than Applebee's. Uh, it, well, luckily, you don't need to go to Applebee's to play video games yet. Yet. Maybe maybe that's your prediction. Maybe in maybe in the dark dystopian future of 2020, you have to go to Applebee's to play video games. I don't know. I don't think I want to live in that world. I would I would get a different hobby. Stadia or Applebee's. Those are your tough choices. I have Stadia, and I kind of want to go to Applebee's instead. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Well, uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna make some predictions about things that may or may not happen in 2020 because, hey, there's new consoles coming out this year. It's kind of big stuff. Uh, And who knows, Sony could be announcing an event any day now. I predict like next month or so, next month, March maybe, uh, when they'll start to unveil some stuff. I think it was February for the PS4, so like I wouldn't be surprised, but... Uh, Honestly, though, I could also see some... Well, we'll, we can talk about it when we go into predictions. Nibel on Twitter said February uh, in the twenties. I can't remember, like February twentieth, maybe the the PS five reveal to twenty twenty. I could see it to twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, okay, I could see that. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah. why don't we kick it off? Uh, we're talking about new consoles. Um, one of the things that came out, uh, it, some news came out in the past like few days uh the ps5 logo it's uh exactly the same as the ps4 logo but they changed the four to a five and xbox series x was announced that all the games for that are going to play on the xbox one x Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so uh maybe that will 
Was it just the X, or did they say it would play on the whole line? Oh, uh, oh, yeah, it's the Xbox One. I think it'll play on all the Xbox Ones. I forget that it's the One and not the Xbox One X as the thing. I think yeah. they said some games will be, but I don't think they guaranteed all. I think it's, I think it's for like the first year or two. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I didn't check. In I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think they said really. anything that like. I think they gave themselves outs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, the impression I get is that first the, party stuff. And right. the, yeah, that first party stuff for the first year or so will mm-hmm. be, but it, the way it read to me was pretty casual. Like, Hey, it makes sense for us to do this. Not yeah. like we're committing to this. So, yeah. you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if a game comes out in January, that's only on series X, but also I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get a game like that until I, holiday 2021. So. I, I expect we'll get third party games like that, but not Microsoft games. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the other thing is Jim Ryan, came out after like the CES event where he's like, here's the logo Bye. Uh, he said that the most exciting features of the PlayStation five have yet to be revealed, whatever that means. So maybe mm-hmm. we can speculate mm-hmm. a bit on that, mm-hmm. uh, what we expect and mm-hmm. what's going on. So I did, I did like that. They said that, Oh, there'll be more news at CES. Nope. There isn't any. It's Hey, it's a logo that people, people love logos. Uh, but the official quote from Xbox was, as our content comes out over the next year, comma, two years, all of our games, sort of like PC, will play up and down that family of devices. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, uh, that's not an yeah. official, everything will work on everything. Right, exactly. If I exactly. was them, I would make sure that whatever the Halo launch title for Series X is runs incredibly on a launch Xbox One. They have they have implied that they have said that Halo Infinite will work on every Xbox. Have any Everybody, of their, Xbox One and Series X? Have any they, of their recent games Not played well on the one? On like the launch uh, one? I don't know. I, I, just uh, like, I feel I like more recent Gears games. Five on it. Like I like I don't think they run terribly, but I don't think they're like amazing. And like because that console is only capable of so much, and the launch consoles are starting to show their age a lot. more. I don't think Infinite will run particularly well on the s but i mean oh yeah I, that's no I think different it'll than the function it'll yeah. it'll work at 30 fps probably on lower that resolution would, that would be the hope if it doesn't oh boy um but yeah so i mean control doesn't so no it doesn't <laughs> no. but that's not a first party game and that's not like true yeah that's not halo some parts yeah. of that game are damn near unplayable yeah i, I played on pc and so I, I was lucky i didn't have any issues some people um, it, but i would also say like Halo just is feels like a weird Halo Infinite feels like a weird release anyway. So well, um, let's use that as a jumping off point uh, for kind of our first predictions. What do you think these launch lineups are going to look like for these new consoles? Like, so they've already launch lineup is going to be Halo Infinite. Just Halo. <laughs> There's going to be a Forza. Uh, have they? I think there will be a Forza. It might be. They took a year a off to every year. For, there? Well, there no, wasn't, there last, wasn't year. last year. It wasn't in 2019. Yeah. So, so that would make sense for there to be one now. Forza yeah. nine will be the next one. Motorsport nine. Right. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. And um, that makes sense. Like new console, you do a driving game. I guess yeah, I just, exactly. it's so, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, eight just, I don't know how you improve on eight other than just visually. Like that's what they do. It's yeah, a new but console. nobody cares. I don't know. People cared a lot when eight came out. That was a like disaster. People hated that game when it first launched because it had a bunch of like 
new ideas for how you get cars that involved a lot of loot boxes. Yeah. And well, then they, they, they take it. out the loot boxes. <laughs> well, they did. Yeah. And they did yeah. over time, um, but they've done a ton of work to that game to get it in the shape that it's in. I, I almost feel like the smarter play for them is to, um, because they want to sell you game pass anyway. Right. Yeah. They don't care as much now about selling you $60 boxes, just remaster eight so that it looks better on the AK textures. X. Whatever you got to do. And that's less development time than building something from the ground up. And it sells Game Pass as much as anything. Like, it, 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 people would have bought Game Pass to play a motorsport. Like, if you're buying an Xbox, you're probably getting Game Pass anyway, is what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. if they just show a really good-looking Forza, Motors, Forza Motorsport 8, or they just take 8 and just take the number off of it and call it Forza Motorsport. And that's what I think they'll do. They'll just put basically a out with new menus and some new cars and maps and call it Forza nine or Forza X. I think it just makes sense for them to like yank the number off, say be transparent, say this is Forza Motorsport eight. We've added cars and tracks and gave it a visual pass and it's just called Forza Motorsport. And, and done it is 10, our platform. Thousand patches. Here's a half hour video detailing every pa- every <laughs> balance change we've made. But I don't know. They're we'll not see. Nintendo. I, Go I think every uh, patch note. I think Motorsport Eight is a fantastic game at this point. Now that there and there isn't all the dumb loot box stuff in it. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I don't. I guess it seems like kind of the pinnacle of what they're trying to do anyway. Which is where it seems odd to me that they would yeah. like try to do oh. a full numbered sequel. I think they add boats and planes. No, no story mode, a really (laughs) long story mode. Oh, oh, across the whole USA, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you know how close I've uh, come? Canada. The only reason that I haven't reinstalled the crew Two to see what the fuck is up with that game is because uh, I have a data cap. (laughs) Um, And that game's like 140 gigabytes. I think the likely, what the fuck? It's an enormous game. I think the, the thing that they'll do is they'll take the number off. It'll be Forza Motorsport. Maybe they'll do Forza Infinite if they're feeling cheeky. But yeah, and then it'll be a platform. It'll be yeah. they won't really do a new Forza for a long time. They they'll just, don't need to. Maybe they'll do like another uh, maybe they'll do another Horizon or like another spinoff. But that'll be like the main motorsport game. I think Horizon will continue to get like whether they number it or not, it'll continue to get sequels that are like new games. Um, But I think motorsport, there's not really a reason to, because motorsport isn't really a game that's built around. Like it doesn't matter how good the walls look when you crack them in motorsport. Cause that's not what you're there for. Yeah. Um, Whereas in horizon, they can continue to do cool and interesting, like visual stuff, stuff with weather that is, and then they can roll that sort of sort of stuff into um, motorsport as a platform. I think that you see the platform games will start to emerge a bit deeper into the life cycle of these new systems. I think when you launch a console, you want something that's easy for someone to understand. So you go, hey, grandma, this is the Xbox. This is Forza 9. It's got a bigger number than the one that you last bought. Grandma doesn't need a... (laughs) I think think they say... I I think the way they're going to sell it is they're going to say... Grandma, this is the Xbox Series X. You don't buy games anymore. You buy Game Pass. And here's the card for 12 months of Game Pass. Uh, I think Grandma is going to be buying a Xbox Series X in 2020. (laughs) Uh, Like, it's they're they're going to be sold out. Hey, these are predictions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying for like this year that I'm saying Sam's prediction is wrong. 
I just I think everything this year will be easy to understand. Things you buy in a box that also come on Games Pass. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that that's how they're trying to sell Series X. I think that's definitely true for like the PS5. But mm-hmm. I think that that the way that they're positioning the Series X as a console is less geared towards that because they're going to sell it. it. Doesn't matter what they do. They could like literally not say another thing until the day that the box hits shelves and they'll sell the they'll sell out the whole run yeah. in a week. Well, so you say that, but I could buy an Xbox One like a couple of weeks after launch off the shelf without any trouble. Well, that was because they fucked up their messaging. Yeah, because they people went the were like, oh, negative. I don't want an Xbox. I want a PlayStation, even if they repaired their messaging. So I think yeah. they're going to be in a much better spot this time. It definitely. I'm just saying, like, it's not a guarantee that consoles sell out on launch. Especially since they're both going to be launching within the same time window. And yeah, I, I should say two weeks apart as they did last time. I think PS5 will sell way more. I think that Microsoft is going to just produce less of these things. Uh, because well, especially I think that, if their games are going to go across yeah. all, all. And, their, and, their and I don't think they're. Too. I agree that they'll probably have some kind of Forza related thing, whether it's a numbered sequel or making that into a platformer. I don't, I don't know, but I think it'll be Forza and Halo. I don't think they're going to have anything. I guess Gears Tactics. Is Hellblade announced? Gears Tactics is out in launch? March or April. Okay, I wasn't sure when it came out. Yeah, so like Hellblade maybe, but I don't think that's, I think that's more like launch window. Hellblade's a launch game, they've said, isn't it? I would be surprised if, I would be surprised if that game makes it for launch. Yeah. Uh, To be honest. Alex, you have any thoughts on what they might show in their launch lineup for Xbox? Well, I I was thinking that the the gaming, the games as a platform, you don't see a ton of those as much as you would think. You see the other one-off games, including the Forza series, so I don't know if, as Forza as a platform, if they're there yet, mm-hmm. but um, I think that you will get a Blinks the Time Cat. <laughs> okay. Oh man, I that would be. I would believe it. Rad. I could believe it. <laughs> like a remaster um, or a new. I think they came out with a remaster, so I think a new iteration. They, no, no, they didn't do a remaster of Blinks, did they? It's I can they see it re- on like they remastered it or re-released it. I could see it like, oh, it's backwards compatible, but I, I could not believe they did a remaster of Blinks the Time Cat. What about um, Lucky's Tale? Do we get a new Super Lucky's Tale 2? So doesn't Oculus own that? Also, didn't it's, one just come out? Super Lucky's Tale was... Uh, it just came out on Switch at the end of last year. but it And they called straight. it New Super Lucky's Tale. Yeah, yeah. and it launched, it launched on Game Pass. So okay. they've got a good relationship with that developer. Yeah. Hey, I, maybe. Want, I don't think if that you want people... something for the kids in your I wouldn't, lineup. I wouldn't... I'm not, I certainly wouldn't say that it's impossible, but I also don't know who would be excited about that. Yeah, <laughs> I've never I'm, heard anyone say anything positive about Super Lucky's Tale, ever. Like, uh, my friend Dave wrote the story for Super Lucky's Tale, I, I'll have you know, so... That's fine. I mean, I'm not saying that I have any negative <laughs> feelings about it. I have never played it. No, I've I just never heard it. anyone say it's good. It's I, no, a fine neither. platformer, and uh, some, I think there's certain parts of it, like the what the first one's 3D, and the second one, I think, was 2D. The first one's VR, isn't it? Yeah, yes. the first one's VR. No, they, they're fine games. They're fine. They're just a little, I think... Mm-hmm. Like, the the look of it and everything like that comes off as a little more generic. You don't really I, yeah. I stand out or identify as much with those characters. But I mean, yeah, it's very adorable though. Uh, Rare has that new game. Maybe that launches. I don't know. Oh, what's the new Rare game? Uh, I I didn't see the game awards. It was it's, it's like really a 
in the forest and there's like glowing people and weird deer with it looked like kind of like Annihilation, except that it didn't look sinister and it just looked very pretty and happy instead of being like Looks full like of existential dread and terrifying. Is it like Viva Pinata, but like a little bit more? Ooh, um, I don't want to invoke Viva Pinata because I don't think it looked like it will be that kind of game, but it did look vaguely like if you took Viva Pinata and mixed it with Destiny's art style, that's kind of what it looked like. Okay. Excellent. Can I we mean, get another Viva Pinata? Maybe. Games of service. Yeah, you can pay seventy-five cents to get a new fudge hog. If I was Microsoft, I would be putting out the hits that people talk about, which is things like Viva Pinata. Things like um Do people talk I I hear like one group of people talk about Viva Viva Pinata. (laughs) And it's two people. Yeah. (laughs) And one of them is Brett Shoemaker. Yeah. I'm down. I love Viva Pinata. Yeah. Viva Pinata's good. You got two people in this room. Okay. Um, There we go. I do think that Viva Pinata is a game that kind of makes sense. And part of the reason that I think like they will opt for more games as a platform versus boxed games. I see what you're, what what you guys are saying, but it's so much cheaper from a development perspective to, to make them platforms that I think given the way that game pass works, it just makes more sense for them from a financial perspective to put less money into developing new games and from like kind of from the ground up. Um, and so that's kind of why I, th- I see them moving. Like Halo Infinite is clearly a platform that is clearly like the Master Chief Collection collects everything from before Halo Infinite. Clearly Halo Inf- Infinite will be the one app you launch yeah. from for Halo for the next 10 years, probably maybe not 10 years, but for the rest of the for, for the new console cycle, for sure. Is Halo Infinite just Destiny, but Halo? No, I don't think it will be. I think it's going to be Halo as Halo, but it's going to be Halo as Halo where they put out a new campaign in it every few years and yeah. it gets new multiplayer updates over the course and it'll have a battle pass and it'll be it'll have a battle royale mode potentially like it'll it'll be their platform for multiplayer shooting and it'll get a new campaign every so often. So the reason I don't think that they'll go for platforms is n- Pretty much the first release of most platform or like live service stuff is not very well liked because it's thin on content. And I don't know whether you want to go into a launch and say, hey, we have 10 games. They're all going to be updated over time. There's about eight to 10 hours in each of them at the moment. I don't think they're yeah, all going to be service games. That would be madness. You know but I, mean, I think, though? yeah, I also don't know why that has to be the case. It just just because it has historically been the case doesn't mean that. I mean, Halo Infinite has been development for a long time. But it's not cheaper to develop something if you put in the same, you know, if you've got a lot of content, it doesn't right, make it so any cheaper to develop a service game than it does what, to develop a full game. What I'm saying is that if they move to to games to, to games as service as a general model for their major franchises, then they're making an upfront investment that they won't have to continue to make for mm-hmm. the next time the game comes around because it, at that point it's just adding content to what exists already i think the investment is there for whatever they put out initially um but i don't think it, it's going to be like i don't think you're going to get like forza motorsport nine and then in two more years ten, ten and yeah. like have those numbers keep going up is more what i'm saying and i think I, you get I more could people see, to stick with games if like they're 
like being constantly updated. Oh yeah. Like investing more into them instead of just going like, well, I'm going to buy the new call of duty next year. I'm not going to buy like the battle pass or anything. Dude, Cause it's the next, or you, some people are, but I think you're going to get more people. Like if this game is going to be around for five, 10 years, I'm more likely to want to spend money on it than if it was just like a yearly release. Well, and like, I, I'm like deeply enamored with modern warfare right now. And it's, frustrating because like i'm gonna finish out this first battle pass but i don't know what i'm gonna do next because Mm -hmm. like there's diminishing returns on those things because if they're just gonna put out another one in november and none of this stuff that i am earning in this one carries over like how much money and time do i actually want to put into continuing to play it um so like we'll see i don't know i may just go hot and heavy with it for the first few months of the year and then say like eh, i don't know what they're doing next so yeah see but that's kind of the model to a certain extent you're saying games as a service but they can uh, games as a service they're going to mil- they're going to get a slow drip feed of $5 here $10 here if you do a game every iteration that you you said you like modern warfare but you paid $60 for that i assume i paid 40 but yes i, I just got it on sale but but that's the thing is people aren't paying $60 for microsoft's games because they're buying them on game pass yeah. so oh well, yeah yeah i guess you're right so that, you, that's you make why a service with microtransactions yeah. and yeah, so like then battle they get you to spend money on it even though you wouldn't have had to spend money extra money on it so that i think that's why it makes sense specifically for them sony on the other hand i think will do i think the next console generation for sony looks nearly identical to this one in terms okay. of business models yep. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, i think they try to do a little more with playstation now they've tried to yeah. uh they try and flush that out more i don't know if it gets as like ridiculous as game pass is i don't think they can compete with game pass at this point because they're so far behind so i think that i agree with you that it'll get fleshed out but i don't think it's going to ever be I, like i I think they can easily go, hey, all our first party titles are going to be on here, Uh, but they have a much easier time selling those first party titles. Yeah, I think Uh, I think it makes more sense for them to sell them to you. I I would probably not purchase. um, I'm trying to think. I don't know that I would purchase Halo Infinite on launch day um, if it were a $60 game that I had to buy. But since I have Game Pass, I'll totally play it. Yeah. Uh, Well, since we are starting to talk about Sony, let's what are our thoughts on that launch lineup? I'm thinking maybe Horizon Zero Dawn 2. We know it's yeah, being made. Yeah, that's my assumption. I think that's their like big game. Whether I or not think if it's it's not if it's not launch, it's within six months. Yes, that I agree with for sure. Yeah, I think totally. they'll say it's a launch game and then they'll push it two months before. I mm-hmm. think they will announce a hefty set of very compelling titles for early 2021 mm-hmm. that are considered launch window. And one or two big games for the actual launch, and that will be enough to sell PS5s because people will. It's going to be a core audience that buys it anyway, and yeah. people will get concerned that they'll miss it if, like, if Horizon comes out January 2021. It's probably not the time, but mm-hmm. if let's say if it came out January 2021, I'm going to buy a PS5 in November because. I don't know if they're going to be around sure, when yeah. Horizon comes out, so I may as well just pre-order it and get it Definitely. and lock it in. If I'm a new console manufacturer right now, I'm looking at the Switch and going, the Switch had one really, really good game in the launch lineup. It had basically four games. And it had a more than 100% attach rate because people it, yeah, were buying so it without owning a Switch. Yeah. What, what I would do if I was them is I would go like, right, we don't need to have this breadth in our launch lineups anymore because of backward right. compatibility. I would be trying to put out one amazing game and not caring about anything else. Yeah, totally so agree. Like, yeah. That's why I think Horizon 
is a likely launch lineup. But don't they like, also if have... If I was them... Sorry, I would just be like, Horizon, day one, we don't care about anything else. Everyone don't... else will fill out our lineup with Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed. Mm. Don't they also have Ashen Ring? Uh, well, that's Elden Ring? Uh, Elden that's Ring. multi-platform. Uh, yeah. Microsoft has the marketing deal on that. Yeah, it's which is weird because they've been going after the Japanese developers. Yeah, I, I'm surprised yeah, they. I, I thought that was actually an exclusive when they first announced it. Yeah, but it's not. Uh, it's multi-platform. But um, there, I would there is I would expect that on new show. consoles, kind of. Uh, Godfall. Yeah, that's an. Ex- uh, I that is a launch game. Um, I think that's the plan. Yeah. I think. I, I, the thing that feels weird to me this time around is I feel like there's a lot of fluidity to games moving around now because I mean, especially after last of us two had the announced date. Yeah. Like two, a month later, they're like, "Eh, we're going to delay it. I could see, I see what you're saying, Sam, with like wanting to throw, I think they would throw pretty unlimited amount of resources behind a game like horizon. But at the same time, like Gorilla is not a huge studio and I don't know that they're the kind of studio like Sony doesn't really work like Ubisoft, like mm-hmm. studios do support work for each other's games, but they don't say like, we need to get this out. So all of Sony first party is now working on this game uh, okay, the way that Ubisoft out. can. Uh, Gorilla did a lot of support on Death Stranding because that was like yeah. their engine and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, Kojima production. No, Kojima Productions has a lot of like uh, experience with that engine now, and now they and they're done with Death Stranding. While they whatever start spinning up on whatever Kojima wants next, they're Which doing the wet work on uh, Horizon Two to get get it ready in time. Uh, because what the fuck does Sony? Ha- I mean, you know, they haven't shown anything past Ghost of Tsushima, but what do well, they have that's ready for holiday? They don't have anything currently. Spider Man sequel. Spider Man, yeah, Spider Man came out two years ago. That's a game that they don't need to rebuild the world, so they just need new story. Eight um, K textures. I do think it's telling that they used Spider Man as their like. Yeah. This is how launch, to, to demonstrate the load yeah. times mm-hmm. because like. Horizon also has fast travel. Like they could have done yeah. that with that game too, but they chose to do it with Spider-Man, which to me implies that they are looking at Spider-Man and how it integrates to that hard drive and that the they Spider-Man, were from a very early time. Spider-Man is also the best-selling exclusive on PS4 of all time, like yeah. by quite a margin. Yeah. And um, I remember, I mean, I've talked about this a few times, but there was an IGN podcast I was listening to where they were like, yeah, if we put up a Spider-Man article, it's not just going to be the most popular article that day or that week. It'll be that month. Yeah. Spider-Man I, I think, games are insanely popular. I think Spider-Man 2 is a very good bet for... for if there launch, is a Spider-Man lineup. 2, I will not buy it an Xbox One X. Uh, Xbox Series oh, X. I'll be buying a PS5. I, I'm at this point. I'm totally in on buying a PS5 over a Series X for this holiday because if yeah. they're gonna if 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 micro and I think it's smart too. Yeah, if it's got backwards and forward forwards compatibility, I think it's super smart for Microsoft to take that route. But um, I'm you know Sony won't so um, they and I'll be paying say, for Game Pass hey, all I, along either way. Yeah. So <laughs> they I might say, they hey, you can play on the four or on the Pro. The, the PS4 Pro. I don't. I don't think I they will for those games. That is that is a maybe, but I don't yeah, think so either. I don't think so. I, I think will, you'll be fully backwards, but no forward compatibility. Yeah, yeah. 
I will I will say that I think that this is the year that Sony bungles it. I mm. I am in that camp as well. Um I Well they every other console well, they bungle it. Exactly. So so to, to touch on sort of what you were saying, or I agree, and to touch on what you were saying earlier, Sam, about Nintendo's having Nintendo having one very good game for their launch lineup. The thing I, I could totally see Sony executives making that argument, and that's why there's a push for one game. Maybe it's Spider Man, I don't know. But the difference is that Nintendo is Nintendo and like Sony is a very popular, very valuable brand. They have a lot of enormous fans, but there is no fan base like Nintendo's fan base in video games. So no, no, I think they can get away with that way more than, than, than Sony can. That's why I'm going to sell out either way. Yeah, of course. But it'd be super funny if Sony comes out and goes up, you know, you love them, Jack and Daxter. And everyone goes, what? I do. I love them far more than the other stuff that <laughs> Naughty Dog has put out in no, the last. But that, but that could be like their launch game, Jack years. and Dexter, and everyone just goes, "What?" Sold. <laughs> it's, a, it's a platform. Uh, all right. So you know, launch lineups. Who knows? They there could be so many things. Uh, table tennis. If we could get Rockstar table tennis back. No, but I wouldn't be surprised if GTA Five is oh. a is is a part of the marketing. Oh, oh my god! For, for launch title. What the third? It'll, it'll be Red Dead Two. No, third no, I think it'll be GTA five, but it'll be, it'll, it'll be backwards compatible. I think, I think they'll, they'll, do, a they'll do a remaster. They'll do a remaster. I could too. Like uh, actually, actually what I think I would see, I could see more than them charging you for a remaster is Sony getting a deal with 2k. And it's finally the time when you could just buy GTA online or GTA online is just free to play on yeah, PS five. I could, I could see yeah, that. That makes sense. Yeah, um, it should be free. It's it's cheap all the time. No, that's their that's their big exclusive is PSVR Rockstar Table Tennis. See, now you're selling me. I'm telling you. Yeah. So as a as an Oculus wireless Quest, wireless headset, as go. an Oculus Quest owner, I have like I now have Asgard's Wrath, which is like the coolest VR game ever made. Arguably, I have like a bunch of really awesome VR titles. The thing I have Beat Saber. I have like. Mm-hmm pistol whip all these awesome games the thing that when i put the quest on i play first and i play last always is racket fury which is just a table tennis game because table tennis in vr is so much fun yeah uh all right so uh we kind of we went through launch lineups uh what do we think who's who's launching first xbox or ps5 so last time around in the it was US, PS5, you guys got PS5 first, then Xbox and then a week two weeks late. later. It was a week later, two weeks later, a week, two, something like that. I think like it might that, be yeah. a week for you guys, but Maybe. we got the Xbox first, okay. and then two weeks later we got a PS4. Okay. So there were just hundreds of Xboxes on shelves while people were lining up to buy PS4s. <laughs> it, well, the UK has always been a PlayStation country, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're way more PS-related. Europe is much more PlayStation-focused. Yeah. I think that it probably they're one. I think they're both probably going to try to avoid that, and they're going to try to have worldwide release days. Um, and I don't know if they'll I think be a able lot of to stock related. Yes, totally. Wait. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I don't know that they'll be able to do that, but I'm sure that's what they'd like to do. Yeah. And actually, the Xbox was a worldwide launch. That was why we got it got first. It. Got it. The PS4 was a month later than the US. Got it. Oh. I do think that Xbox comes out first again. I think that's probably the this time? the way okay. to yeah. If I was Sony, I would let Microsoft shoot first on everything. Totally. Yep. Because they're in a position of power 
Also, if I was one, certainly, I tell you right now, I would be putting a Game Pass competitor together. I mean, they've already they've they're kind of moving PlayStation now in that direction. It's not yeah. there at all, but it's much more compelling than it was, you know, at the beginning of do 2019. You, I think the price drop yeah. is what did that because it it was always a semi decent service, especially considering that you can put it on your Vita and play those PlayStation. Yeah, and, games and you can Vita. install games now, but they've like mm. they've dropped price and they've started putting like more recent games like God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Do you I would think say, like for all PS fives? PS5 exclusives, they day one come to PS Now, and all PS5 games will be playable, streamed on PS4 using PS Now. Do you you think, I don't know, this is... That kills Xbox. This is... That's what it would do. I don't think that would happen, but uh, do you think, uh, this is a crazy conspiracy theory, but... That's what we're here for. Yeah, so I don't, this is less of prediction or something that I actually think is true. Okay, so Jet Fuel... No, no, so, us. so PS now, PS now is either moving or is on now. I don't know what the status is of it. Um, Azure cloud infrastructure, yeah, right? Yeah. Do you think as a function of that deal, one of the things is, Hey, you can't put all of your new first party titles on this service right away. They just moved to AWS, surely. Like, well, well, but it was like a big, it was a Sony push, not a PlayStation push. So that mm-hmm. would be, <laughs> That would be a, a hell of a thing for the brass yeah. at Sony to do. I know. I don't think it actually happened. That would but be. Wouldn't that be wild if it was like the reason that PS Now will never be a true Game Pass competitor is because Microsoft was like, yeah, your games can't stream day one. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, that would be. I don't I don't think that happened. But no, I don't think I it mean, like, either, but it's it's a funny thought. Yeah. If if Sony puts out a Game Pass competitor, I wouldn't buy an Xbox. Because the Xbox doesn't have the exclusives to make it mm. worth it for me. But mm. so like I have to have a PlayStation because I want to play the next Spider-Man game. And I want to play the next God of War. Mm-hmm. Like and also a lot of Japanese games don't come to Xbox. That's so, changing, like, but yeah. The and trails I also of just, Cold Steel games are not coming to Xbox. I also one. just don't think that Microsoft cares because I think that they're they're so profitable on so many other levels yeah. that to them they're like okay that's fine and, hey, and remember fantasy yeah. star online 2 is coming to xbox yeah yep i also <laughs> don't it's yeah. true that um that that microsoft doesn't have as good a pull with um with with japanese developers but in terms of a part of the reason that game pass is so compelling it's not because of the microsoft exclusives at all no. it's because they get things like Void Bastards and the Outer Wilds and Ashen and like all of these like smaller titles. I don't know that I think Sony can court those developers in the same way as Microsoft for getting I mean, games like that on their service. 2013 Sony could have. They've been totally people for free games for PS Plus for longer than Xbox has been. Doing yeah, but like two that. games a month and or four games a month and like half of them are always trash. But here's the other here's the other thing. Is <sighs> not that, trash. They're not trash games, but they're trash offers. But the other thing is that Sony started the PS4 and got bigger with the indie titles and have said publicly and I think developers have followed through that said that they stopped courting us real quick. Yeah, exactly. Is, totally. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm what I'm thinking. So at this point, that's why that's why Nintendo is blowing up as it is, because it started saying, you know, we can make it cheaper. Do it. Do it with us. And now all it is, all it takes is for Xbox to do it. 
PlayStation again burning that bridge. I don't. I, I I could see developers coming back, but I could also at the same time some being spiteful and saying, "Well, hey, screw you." The relationship when, may not be good, but like Sony yeah. is a massive seller. Yeah, like the the Switch versions of indie games often sell the best, but I bet you that straight after that is the PS4 version. Um, the other thing is all of those is going to come down to to that point what the deal is yeah. for mm. developers, and that's something we still don't know how that looks for Game Pass. We don't know how that looks for Humble. We don't know how that looks for any of these services that like dump games on you so yeah i mean presumably they're doing better than if they had just tried to sell the game on their own um well so here's a prediction for you and uh, don't mind me being crass a little bit but uh in this situation they always say like what is the next video format well it all depends on porn whatever it chooses that's where the that's where everything's gonna blow up that's where dvd versus what hd dvd or blu-ray versus hd Uh, dvd uh, yeah that kind of way betamax so you could say streaming yeah, so you could say that the same thing for like indies. Maybe maybe that this generation, wherever the indies go, that's where it's going to be the hit, and you can kind of follow that trend to say like wherever the hentai games go, the H games, yeah, <laughs> everyone's oh, going God. to Steam. No, I'll, oh, say, I'll say the Switch, man. The Switch has got some. Uh, yeah, uh, go on. Anyway, <laughs> well, okay. Uh, so uh, we're you guys think Xbox is going to go first? Uh, yeah. Okay, I I think that's probably right. How about price points? Um, Oh, one quick thing to add. Why is I saying if Sony has a Game Pass competitor, they body blow Xbox. They're not going to do that because they're overconfident. So they won't put out a good Game Pass competitor, but that's what they need to do to rake in the money. I I also PlayStation now is pretty compelling. Uh, I also I, I think, don't use it though. So I think PlayStation now. It. I think PlayStation they now is talking about it. I think PlayStation now is compelling enough. Is the thing, and I think that the, the that they part of the reason that I we I know we want to move on to price, but like part of the reason that um, Game Pass works is because um, Microsoft knows a lot of people probably aren't going to buy Gears, Gears 5, Five anyway. Like. That that doesn't have compared to Sony first party exclusives. Yeah. And so they can put it on Game Pass and it's like a value add for that service. Yeah. That someone like me thinks of it as a value add, even though I may never play Gears Five. Whereas I think Sony's exclusives sell themselves. Yeah. Like you, you, am I going to play the next God of War? Of course I am. No, but like, I, I have a lot of issues with Sony, but I also love the games that they put out. So. But I'll say also, also that the, the Game Pass makes it so that some of those older games that Sony has that are damn near unplayable anymore, like hard to find. You can't like yeah, the, yeah. the MGS collection is one of them that is on uh, PlayStation. PS now. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is that I, you can't play it on PS4. Right. Yeah. 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 The, um, well, thanks, the big thing as well with like Gears 5 as like I upgraded to the ultimate Game Pass Ultimate because I was like, oh well, you get the Ultimate Edition. Yeah, I might as well. Yeah, and then I've basically never played Gears Five, so Microsoft has really got me there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think that whereas the difference is that if they offer a Ultimate version of Spider Man Two, that you'll that you'll just pay a hundred but hundred bucks for it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. We're so oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so so I don't think Sony has to do that necessarily to um to to like win the generation or whatever but i do think that um you know that is what mm-hmm. makes microsoft's lineup more compelling um so so 
how many Spider-Man Ultimate Editions are these consoles going to cost? Well, I think I, I think it's gonna go five five and five fifty. So Xbox five fifty. Okay. Yeah, uh, five. Yeah, I think that's like pretty pretty reasonable pricing. I think they're going to be expensive, very expensive. Um, I would even say the Xbox is going to be like six, 600 because they have said, think, yeah. Hey, these, these, uh, first, first year games, first year and a half, maybe are going to be playable on the current consoles. So they can say, Hey, no, this is the premium. You want the best experience. Get the series yep. X. I think that's going to be a $600 console versus a $500 PS five. Yeah. yeah. I just, I no just don't see the box. Them. It costs four to five hundred dollars for a like pretty basic RTX card now, yeah. Yeah. and I understand that they're not paying MSRP for their yeah. components. Yeah. But at the same time, if it's MSRP to purchase as an end user one of those video cards, and those are the kinds of video cards in these consoles, the I think there's no way that they can offer them at $400 and make that make sense to their bottom line. But I think yeah. that if um, you do the 500, you can throw in a year of Xbox game pass and boom. Absolutely. Like who, oh, yeah. I don't know they're, that they're doing the, uh, the financing thing and all that stuff. And I think that's how most series X's are going to be sold is, is through, uh, maybe not most, but I think a sizable chunk of series X's. I've, I bet there will be a, like a a limited supply on that to start. Yes. But I mean, over the course of the life of the console, definitely. I I mean, that's how I bought my one X, but I think a year of Xbox game pass will just be enough to be like, well, you got like now here's Mm -hmm. a library of games. You're pretty much set. Oh yeah. We're going to come up with some launch games soon, but until then, here's Here's all these other games you can play. And, And I think maybe that's how they entice people to buy in early. Mm-hmm. Is they say, yeah, it's a six hundred dollar box, but you're getting this Game Pass. You're getting the the you know they did their day one edition junk for the Xbox One. I don't know if they call it that, like Series X Black or whatever. And that is their oh, like, God, you, it'll you, be the Scarlet Edition, surely. That's oh, what possibly, the, yeah. The one X was called the Scorpio Edition if you bought day one. You're right, and it had um, green buttons. Yeah, so I think they'll probably do something like that, and it'll come with that year of Game Pass. And then you know when you go to buy one in you know the following summer. That may not have it'll have some Game Pass time on it, but it may not have the full year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense because they can because Game Pass is like. I mean, they can take that hit. That's an easier hit to take than. Taking a hit on the hardware cost. Uh, yeah, because they get people to subscribe and mm. stay in that ecosystem if they give them game Pass. on top of that you can throw in the fact that people are part of that ecosystem not even having the console i have xbox game pass just so i can play games on pc i don't have an xbox yeah, sure. one but they're getting my money i don't um, playing the games yeah <laughs> hey, uh, Void i fun. think i uh, I, yeah. I think you guys are crazy if you think that uh, anyone can play out a 600 dollars console that's insane oh and but well above 450 is like, what are you guys doing? I, People uh, buy thirteen hundred dollar phones here all the time. I just don't think yeah, it's that absurd. They buy the thirteen hundred dollar phones, but a phone is a phone. But you like, don't need to buy. Been years. Yeah. The thing is, Apple and Samsung and whoever have spent yeah. years and years and years telling you that your phone is worth thirteen hundred dollars. Microsoft but, and Sony, all they do is release a console and then for seven years reduce the price. But but they but the 
you no don't have to buy you don't have you don't have to buy a $1300 phone though that's what i'm saying is like there's so many phone like apple offers a phone that's like 700 instead and people still the $1300 phones still sell out i just think that people will spend the people will spend the money i don't think it's a it's a I don't think it's going to stop the, the the sales of the console like it did. And also, what was in, what was the price point on the PS3 when it came out? In what year? Uh, six hundred was it? Six hundred? No, I think it was five hundred. You're supposed to get a second job to but, afford it. It was five hundred, but like if you wanted a get like a game that was like a twenty gig hard drive or something. Yeah. And also, also, yeah, what, was year was gig. Gig. what year was that? That uh, was 2007. 2007. Yeah. So at that point, again, that that amount of money is probably similar to what it'd be like, like eight hundred or something. I think it was like well, eight hundred like, or something. I mean, it was something I'm, stupid. But I got a PS3 for my 21st birthday, which is why I remember exactly how much it cost. Mm-hmm. It was 425 pounds in the UK. The Xbox One X, when it launched, was 400 pounds. No cell processor. So, yeah. So, like, I just don't like, I can see that Microsoft has put out this console and said, this is the hot shit, newest, best console we've ever made, and it's 400 pounds. I can't, like, I mean, I'm, I'm using English money here. I can't see them selling that for more than 450 pounds. And the ratio, dollars to pounds, because of Brexit, is basically one to one now. Yeah. Uh, Sam, they have a console for you. It's called the Xbox yeah. 360. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's also think, it's got the blades. I just think it's going to be 450 for the Xbox One and maybe 499 for the PS5, and they'll justify it with some bullshit. I just, I just um, don't think they can do those. I don't think they can do that massive loss. I don't don't think they can take that massive of a launch. They don't need to take uh, Microsoft won't need to take a loss because they have the forwards compatibility stuff with the Xbox one. Yeah. So that's why they can afford. That's why I think they can afford to go that higher thing and say, Hey, if you don't want to pay for the more expensive console, you can still play it on the console. You got the reason that manufacturers take losses is because they make up that margin on software the console on software, software on when on on software licensing and like when you and and so that money comes back very quickly if these launch lineups are super thin there isn't they always that, are there isn't that that same safety net of people are like buying a bunch of games with the console and making mm, up that margin i just don't i just don't see a $600 console it just seems insane like if you're willing to spend $600 on a console you should buy a pc well, no, like, because PC video cards equivalent to these consoles cost almost as yeah. much as a six hundred dollar console. Yeah, you're going, and you're then going you have like nine hundred to a grand, and at the same time, yeah. their financing model just proves like what you said about the iPhone. The the thirteen hundred dollars, you know, you said, oh no, like thirteen hundred dollars, you don't have to pay for a phone. But at the same time, when people do it, they aren't paying, they aren't taking out thirteen hundred dollars in cash and putting it on the table. No, no, no. They're I mean, I have money. a, I have a, a yeah. an iPhone. No, but I'm like, saying I have the thirteen hundred. I'm saying is their finance. You finance yeah. that. So, which is what I did, yeah. So you're going to end up financing the Xbox for that six hundred dollars. Yes, and I think Sony will take the bigger hit around and be around five hundred. Um, but uh, I just I think from Microsoft's perspective, it just because they also have upgrade deals planned for like yeah. the current all access. If you have the so, if you got a One X during like or it, it, only the One X right during the holidays. Yeah. Um, 
you can upgrade it to the new one and there'll be like some uh, presumably some kind of add on fee added onto your financing. So you pay an additional monthly fee and you get it. And then you don't even then it's abstracted to the point where like. What different I mean, you spread six hundred dollars out over another two years. Yeah, like. Like, whatever i don't know that that it, financing thing isn't available everywhere i'd like it's not in the uk no. i don't think and so. i don't know no but, it is now it's available oh, it here now. okay oh, okay and, and uh, i i don't it's i see we're party partner yeah it is it is here too it's through dell um I, I see where you're coming from sam i just think this time out things have changed because of how expensive the hardware is if you were to purchase it f- to put in a computer like Ray tracing cards are fucking expensive and they're expensive to produce. Um, so that has a lot to do with it. Also 600 uh, over the course of two years is $25 a month. That's hardly any for people um, who are buying new consoles. Yeah. Like for me, I don't see like if they were, if anyone puts out a console that costs above $500, I think they're insane. Um, yeah. like as a company, but like, they, can, the they get to say, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I the thing is, like, if either the PS5 or the Xbox One, Xbox Series S, X are above $500 at the cheapest price point. So if there's not a cheaper Xbox One X, one, sorry, an Xbox Series X called the Series S or whatever, you know, like, if there isn't a cheap, if the cheapest model is above $500, they are insane. No, the cheapest I, like, model is how, how much is a Xbox One S? Yeah. That's what I'm saying is I think you're right. If they need to sell the console, I don't think Microsoft needs to sell the series X and I don't think they'll produce numbers to, to match that. Like but surely they want to be able to say we've launched the series X and this is how many well, numbers it's sold. Why? Go, why? Oh yeah. Don't worry about it. We've sold loads. Why does like, Lamborghini like make numbers. cars? Why doesn't Lamborghini make Toyotas? But they're a premium brand. It, Xbox isn't a premium that's brand. What, they're that's, positioning the Series X as their premium brand. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I think that, I that they've said as much. I mean, they put the way that they're talking about it, the way that they unveiled it, makes it clear to me that to them, this is their like super expensive private label. Like this is their thing. This is their you know iPhone X. This is their. I'm I'm excited to come back to this at E3. Um, my my theory is that it will be between four and five hundred dollars. That's if they put them out both at four between four and five hundred dollars, to be clear, I'm not going to be like, because that just means that they're cheaper. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I would be perfect. I would be plenty happy for them to be cheaper. I just don't think that'll happen with the with the Xbox. Oh, just as a uh, reference, my, my, uh, my, the 3DO was seven hundred dollars. Neo Geo was six hundred and fifty dollars in like eighties money, right? No, no, though no, that's legit. That's how much they cost. Oh, when oh, came out. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so like in eighties money. 1993 or 90s money. So that was oh, yeah, like $1,100 now. Yeah. yeah. But those were also for crazy people. Um, I just think people spend so much money on, on junk and like stuff, gadgets and shit that don't, yep. that doesn't matter. But so some I people on this that, podcast, maybe, I mean, but then myself included the, P- the PS three upgraded model was $600. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 599 us dollars. Yeah. yeah. His second job. Yeah. Um, all That's right. The thing is, I just don't think they can do that again. Uh, Sony can't Sony can't and again Microsoft is already saying hey for the first year and a half or so year year and a half like our games you can get on your Xbox one and I think that's what they you know by 2021 maybe even there's there's soft price drops that make it more affordable not like hard it's now $550 but like 
yeah. you get that extra game pass time or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. After um, after holiday 2021, I think they do like a 50 to $100 price cut. Sure. And that makes or sense. Or they have scale up a, production. Second, a second skew out. Infinite, whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, all right. Yeah. Well, there's one more new console rumor. The Nintendo Switch Pro. Is this real? Does it happen? 4K screen, upgraded uh, CPU. No. I don't know why they would... just want a 1080p screen. Yeah. I don't know why they w- wouldn't just hold off and do an, a Switch 2 in Because they've always done a half step. Uh, yes. Yeah, but... Yes, they have. They have, but like... GameCube Has didn't. it ever really worked? I can see them doing a half step that is like... It's got an improved processor, improved battery life, and it's got an all metal body and a smaller bezel. Yeah. That's what I see coming I out. I don't think people care about all metal. Mm, I do. Well, you do, yeah, and I, I do, but I don't think people at large do. No, I don't think so. Uh, but I think that that's that's a bullet point. I, I don't remember when they made to. the the two DS the flimsiest piece of garbage. Well, I was going to say the uh, the new three DS is great. The, the new three DS with the little uh, eraser nub button. Oh yeah, that yeah. was that, yeah. that was their the, step up there because. It could play SNES games, and I remember getting a yeah. 3DS right before that came out, and I was uh, very upset. Uh, yeah, wait, that thing ruled. I don't I think, think. Yeah, I think we see the Switch Pro. If, it, I, if, I if in an ideal world, it would just be a Switch Lite, but with more power and a metal construction body. So I don't care about ha- taking the stuff off. It would I have dock to it. be dockable. It has to be dockable. And if you can't but take the stuff off, it, I don't think that'll fly. Well, they just like you should already have controllers. But they're, well, they're, that's not. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't think they they've can. Already, they've already told people they should already have charges for the new 3ds. Yeah, but that's because it's that's that's a longer tail on that. I think I, there were like more models of 3ds that came out in between and that stuff. Was, and that was really fucking stupid though. Because it was also stupid. It was 3ds, stupid. then you had to buy like a fifteen dollar charger. Yeah, it was still yeah. stupid too. Um, I I just. I think like longer battery life. Sure. I think that if they do a faster processor pro this year, that really fucking sucks. Like <laughs> why? I already upgraded my switch for the better battery life. I'm not, uh-huh. I don't, I don't want to do it again. I, I don't even take my thing out of the dock. I do, I'm not super impressed by most of Nintendo's output. Like there's the occasional game that I'm into, but for the most part, I'm like, eh. No, so. I'm 70% handheld. And the reason why is because Switch has become like my 90s JRPG retro game thing. Sure. Yeah. And that, that was going to be one of my predictions was that we're going to see more 90s JRPGs because that that's what I'm hoping. That's my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. That's give me Star Ocean second story. Give me Lunar. Wild Arms. I just Parasite Eve. I don't know why they would need a processing power increase based on the kinds of games they're putting out. So Breath of the Wild 2 has a decent frame rate. (laughs) Yeah, have you played Pokemon Online? Oh my god. So you're telling me that they need a better processor. They do. Pokemon, when you go online in the wild area, Pokemon, Pokemon. That's true. They need better frames. They need better optimization because Pokemon barely looks like more than a 3DS game. Uh, so and, and like Breath of the Wild had frame rate stuff even on the Switch. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. If they put out a Switch Pro because of how much I'm playing my Switch at the moment, 
I would definitely buy one. I don't think I enough would, people would do that, though, mainstream, for them to make it worthwhile. Oh, they're a But they don't need to sell it's it the same people who would buy uh, a, the an Xbox Series Black X. Label. Yeah, that's the guy Nintendo who's doesn't, the Xbox Series X. Nintendo doesn't do that, though. No. They, they, again, yeah, again, the, 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 the new 3DS. The new, Doug Bowser. But the new 3DS was Doug just... Doug Bowser doesn't decide. Like, it, I don't know. It, I don't, there were games that could not be played on the regular Oh, I know. And it, but it, those games like flopped too, for the most part, as far as I know. On the one console. I don't think yeah. they would do another, you can only play it on, you can only play it on the new one, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think they're just like, look, this is for the people who love their Switch, who want more battery life, who want better performance handheld, and who are looking for a more premium device. I think it's, like, it's not for everyone in the same way that like, the Switch Lite isn't for everyone. The it's, Switch Lite is for kids. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys remember Game Gear? Pro is for adults. <laughs> I yeah. think I think it's too early to say. I think it's too early for a Switch Pro. Maybe next year. Three and a half years. No, I think if they By don't the put out a Switch year. Pro now, like yeah, there's no point if they don't put it out this year or at the beginning of next year. If anything, I, I don't see how this console generation lasts that long. Like it seems to me, because like the switch, the switch is done in like a year, I think two. two? But yeah, um, so I, I don't remember think how long, like one. how long they were supporting the 3ds. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to happen again because. Okay. They sold a they sold a lot of switches, and the problem is that if this is what I'm, this is kind of why I think like a Switch Pro is a questionable thing for them to put a bunch of money and design time into. If it was like if they could just like snap their fingers and say like better processor, better battery for the hardcore, then sure, I don't think there's any. But there's a lot of money that goes into like marketing, production, design, all that stuff, and I just don't see why they would do that and then put out a switch Two anytime soon. And if I, if they don't put out a switch Two in the next couple of years, that thing's going to look like a dinosaur in the next couple of years. It like it does. already in a lot of ways does. Yeah. Um, so like, I, I don't know. I think cause like mobile processing is still moving so fast that yes. they could put out a whole new, like a, a switch Two or whatever in a couple of years with a Ryzen. It would be like, uh, yeah, night and day difference from what the switch is. Um, so that's why I think is because of the aggressive March of like, I almost wonder if like what I would love to see them do. I don't think they're, um, I don't think they're with it enough to do this, but what I would love to see them do is put out another SKU this year, call it switch pro. And that's the switch for the next five years. And in a couple years, stuff does stop coming out for the original Switch and only on the Switch and only runs on the Switch Pro. If, if that was that. their if that was their strategy, I would be inclined to upgrade because if it's like no no no, give me better processing now and I know that I'm future proofed, then cool. But like they would never tell you that though. Well, no, they what wouldn't. About, so they that's yeah. What about a Switch Pro that only docks that isn't that isn't on um, that isn't portable? I think they've said that I think they've said that the, the hand, I don't think that works because they've, they're, they're, they're kind of ending support for the 3ds. Like new stuff isn't really coming out for it. And Nintendo, I think always has to have a portable, but I guess they have the switch light. So I don't know. 
Yeah, they, they, they can't tell you this will be it for the next five years because at that point, then people will know like, oh, so they're coming out with a new one in five years. No, you're right. I don't think that they would tell you, but I think it's I wish that they would. Yeah, I wish that they had the kind of the thing that I appreciate a lot about Microsoft's handling of like the upcoming generation is there's being pretty transparent about the way that all this stuff is going to work. And I really wish that that were just a thing that became more standard. So I hope it put, it pays off for them in a big way because I hope that then Sony and Nintendo go like, Oh, maybe we should just tell people when we are expecting them to spend three to $400 on a piece of hardware in the next 10 months or whatever. The question is, does do Sony and Nintendo even know what they're doing? Like they've got like business plans, but you know, those things change and do they actually have a, solid idea of where they're taking that stuff in three to four years. Cause Who everything's knows? changing so rapidly. And that's why I think everyone should just get on a personally, if it were up to me, I think everyone should just get on a, I can't believe, can't believe I'm saying this, but I think everyone should just get on an Apple model of like, you have annual versions of your hardware and like game, a game is going to work on the, on your if you buy your switch today a game games are going to work on it for the next five to six years at varying levels of performance and if you buy newer ones then they're better i wish that they could get to that place they can't because of the way that production works that's like why they don't do that i think um but but i i would certainly love it if it was just like you know what this year's the year i'm going to upgrade my switch kind of thing uh sure uh all right well we'll move on uh, nintendo switch pro Probably not this year. It could happen, but probably not. Uh, all right. A quick check-in about E3. Since new consoles, E3 is always a classic spot for new console information. Does Sony come back to E3 crawling on their hands and knees, begging the ESA to let them back in? I don't think so. Okay. No? I think uh, uh, okay. most definitely. Okay. I, I think the ESA wants them back, especially with the way E3 has been going and sure uh, new consoles i think they'll try and make it a sweet proposition for them whether that's like floor space or i don't, I don't know what they can do to make it to to like sweeten the deal for them really I, like I, it, it's seems i mean they're like, gonna have a lot of public there that you know that's you know, it's not hands-on but, i don't know but every i guess i don't think like you barely have to market the PS5. Oh no, for sure. All you have to do is yeah. say Spider-Man's coming out on it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously. That's legitimately yeah. it. Yeah. So why? I think that they they have their event. They if anything I could see um Sony holding like a live state of play. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if they'll do live. Well, I don't think I'm not that. saying I'm not saying live in the um Nintendo well directs aren't live either but I think um you don't think what I'm like saying a is stage show they'll just... no I think it would be a stage show okay. is what I'm saying yeah he's saying um, they're not gonna like hit play like they have been with all their other stuff everyone's yes. everyone's emulated the Nintendo direct model now yeah I could I could see Sony taking over a nearby sports arena mm-hmm. in LA and they saying the Microsoft theater <laughs> uh, and saying like Hey, like we're at the like I don't know. We're we're here. Here's a stage show at this theater, probably, and then we have this space set up to come and check out the games and just totally like 
give the ESA the finger and have their own event, if anything, around E3, focus on the games. If they do mm-hmm. like a, yeah. a theater presentation in the next month or two about the console and then they have gameplay and stuff yeah. there. But I don't think that they're going to they're going to play ball with the ESA and like do their thing because they can do their own event. Yeah, and they, they absolutely can. Uh, I, I think the ESA wants them back enough that they and they like do stuff behind the scenes that aren't just E3 that maybe they could somehow sweeten the deal. I don't know what that would look like, though. That and the, the, I think the PlayStation state of plays have been going down in a way that some people have been even wondering, like, is this even necessary? Because yeah, yeah. I think they're bad. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so, so that's what I'm saying is that so they would need something big. And if the state of play is already starting to get a, a bad brand name, then it might be worth just bringing mm. it back. I think well, if I they think part of that is they've started it when they've already said like, Hey, we're not really talking about, we're not announcing anything new really. So that's kind of why I think that they could take two strategies. They could just abandon that thing this year and say it's a failed experiment. That's totally possible. Um, but I think if they did their own event and called it a state of play, mm-hmm. then that might get people a little more excited to like tune into the next one. And then I think they would immediately drop the ball again and it would suck. And you would know <laughs> not to be excited for anything other than state shows, but <laughs> yeah, uh, crash zooms only. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, the ESA seems like no one is particularly happy with them in the industry no. right now. Uh, <laughs> So, except maybe Activision. Yeah. Uh, and cutainment artists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but they haven't seemed to have been a particularly good advocate for um, a, a lot of publishers, um, which is really their chief job is to lobby. And um, it just seems like they're not really providing any kind of leadership uh, and for that yeah. industry in the way that they're kind of supposed to. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think I think they're also, as far as I know, entirely based in the United States, which is like if I was Sony, I'd be like, why would I let some American? Why would I participate in this thing? <laughs> like, yeah. Why wouldn't I just do? Why wouldn't we just do our own thing? We're better yeah. at it. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a lot more possible, but I don't know. Sony's weird. But yeah, I think I I could see them coming back especially since they actually have more to talk about, but maybe they're totally fine doing their own thing. Cause like, isn't Microsoft even isn't actually at E3, right? Like they do their stuff no, at the same just, time. At the but same time. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's what I EA think Sony the same is. Thing, yeah. So, yep. uh, then that brings us to the next prediction. Do any more companies drop out of E3 this year? And who? D- is EA still there? Uh, no, EA has no. been out for. A f- they were one of the first to get out. Does like yeah. Nintendo then EA? Does Activision have anything to show this Call year? All of Duty, yeah, yeah like because all the other stuff is BlizzCon. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I could see Diablo on consoles. But for what for what purpose besides again that take away from BlizzCon? Yeah. Well, did yeah, they, they already announce? They've already shown Diablo on PCs at BlizzCon. They could be like, "Hey, you've played it on PC at BlizzCon." I've, now they also said three, it's a few years it out. One X. Yeah, and they're not going to be there. Sh- like Overwatch has never had a presence at E three, really. No. no. Uh, Farming cool. Simulator twenty twenty one. Yeah, I, Ubisoft, I think there's but Ubisoft will never pull out of E three. No, they'll no, never. I don't. Oh, know. Ubisoft, no. <laughs> at the end, it's going to be called U three. 
Yeah, well, yes, and they, kind of. And they got to have that dabbing panda every time. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I I think there's a very real possibility this could be the last E3 for a while, at least not ever, maybe. But um, there will be there will always be, be some questionable energy drink manufacturers who need some convention space to hawk their wares. <laughs> Kojima but, is Monster Energy. I, I think this year and next year will be big years for E3, and then people will be asking that question again in 2021. Maybe. The Qtainment is going to be off the chain. I, I think it depends on. <laughs> I think it depends on how much third party stuff there really is to show for the new consoles. Um, I think there's going to be more than we expect based on previous generations. Like, if we're looking at like the transition from PS2 to PS3 or PS3 to PS4 and Xbox, et cetera, I think we're going to have a lot more coming because console, the consoles are so much more similar than they were before. Yeah. And with the backwards and forwards compatibility, I think a lot of stuff that I, I just, I think a lot of the stuff that we've been expecting, uh, I will guess actually, I think- instead of being on these new consoles, they're already making stuff for the, new generation my only reservation about that though is why would they when the install bases are already here for current gen machines why wouldn't you just make your game and put it out because they're sick the of machines load times. Have. but are they <laughs> i am god fucking playing destiny 2 on ps4 is the most yeah. ass experience of I've, and, like and i got i hate it bloodborne had two maybe two yeah. and a half minutes oh no I, I agree star but wars I, it's but but you can only report on these things because we all bought them yeah oh yeah uh, <laughs> so like i i think that with you know they can say oh we're on the new thing and like in microsoft's case at least you know there are gonna be games that can play on both uh so and sure there's and there's the backwards compatibility factor so even if like the games are getting made for like for the one x or for the oh, one yeah. and the ps4 then but that just be kind available. of available that just kind of is gets more to my point though is i guess i'm kind of like wondering why you would hold your game for new consoles and hold your game for like any three thing when you could just put it out mm-hmm. and yeah. Like it, it's one thing if it's like huge releases like Call of Duty. Even Call of Duty is not a great great thing because everybody knows it comes out every year. But I'm thinking for more like for for like mid tier stuff that's not going to get placement in press conferences yeah. and stuff like that. I just don't know what the like why they would because you don't be you have much less. Like if you look at like that, oh PS5 games, you're going to have a much smaller like list to go through at launch than you would for if like PS4 games and like new stuff or whatever, you're going to have a, you know, maybe you're going to get more eyes on. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think if your game is super generic, maybe like definitely in the case of that Godfall game, I would Mm -hmm. probably be less interested in it if it were not like it wouldn't have gotten any name recognition if it were not for the being the one to say PS5 first. Yeah. The new Azura's Um, wrath. Yeah. Uh only. Uh, um, new Dragon Ball game. Dragon Ball Fighters 2. Give me it, please. Yes, please. I just want Kakarot to be good. Just make it so that Kakarot is good. I and then know. that I game is gonna good. be a seven five good. 
I'll take it actually. I, I'll I take would that. take a seven point five. Yeah, uh, but um, I will purchase. I, I mean, I'm 60, wearing $60 a dragon. If it's I'm a wearing a Goku shirt right now. I haven't um, actually watched Dragon Ball in quite a while, but um, I they a what Kakarot is is what I have always wanted them to make. <laughs> so if it's if it's then like the a viewers have good, it already. They do, I think. I mean, yeah. Dragon Ball, like Legacy of Goku on the GBA, Legacy of Goku 2 and Boo's Fury are the best dra- Game Boy Advance games. Yeah. If it's just those games. But, they're not the best Game Boy Advance games, but they're, they're arguably uh, the best Dragon Ball games. They are the best best video games, period. <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters is really good. Let me tell you. It, it is. If it you, my if game you, of the year. If you like fighting games, it's, very, it's really good. That's the thing. Like, I want to like it more than I do, but um, I don't particularly... Uh, like I, I, I purchased a fight stick, um, and then still can't make myself like them. So Uh, I made my own fight stick. I still play with the controller. Well, Sonic Fox plays with a pad. So maybe you just got to get good like Sonic Fox. I don't know. Uh, but all right, moving on. That's my 2020 resolution. Get good like Sonic Fox. (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, literally impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Next, next predictions. Uh, what is it going to be 2020's hot new gaming trend? What's going to catch on this year? I think, I think Large streaming games. Oh, no, that's already a trend. What do you say? A new trend. The best trend. I, live service games are <laughs> already a thing. Uh, well, I, I think streaming is actually going to catch on this year. Uh, I think like xCloud, whether it be like Stadia or xCloud or like if Steam does a thing. I think uh, GeForce now, I think like a lot more of those are going to like get a lot more traction. It's interesting that nobody talks about the fact that the PlayStation's had a remote play for like a million years. Because it's questionable. Like I played some Resident Evil Code Veronica X and it worked, uh, but like it's people, so dependent on your network. Yeah, people. Oh, yeah, just, it, it yeah, works. It is interesting. But I, I agree with you. People just kind of you know glance over like oh they wasted all that like they've had it working and it's mm-hmm. you know it's been decent I've, but does I've it work in two player games cold steel i don't like local or like network well know? it's more what, I, what i'm saying is that with the streaming games uh that's something that we've done is we've tested a lot of those kinds of those things uh, just as different different tests and different ways that it works and steam share play you don't yeah. have the other person doesn't need to own the game. It just acts like local co-op. Yeah. We, we even did it with uh divinity original sin Two, mm-hmm. where we, uh, when someone invited someone into their game, they could play co-op split screen. And then, oh, yeah. and then we had two other people join in with their online game. So it ended up being a four player game. Just two people had to split screen. Oh, that's, that's cool. So yeah, and one uh, person didn't own it. So you could do that. Uh, that's how I show people different games. Is that I'll be like, Hey, you want to try it? You should check out this game. Hold on, let me Steam mm-hmm. share it to you, and then they're playing the yeah. game with me. I don't think you can do that with remote with PS4's remote play. Yeah. No, I don't think so. No, I think you can still stream it to one device. You can do share play. Me and but I'm that's but yeah. that's not that's not like playing together. That's like mm-hmm. oh, I'm right. taking over control. I'm sure it'll happen. Watching though. It. I, yeah. I, I bet that'll be it's quietly rolled in. It makes sense. But I, I think just general, like I think we see more streaming services pop up, and I think they get better. I don't think Stadia is like the one. I just think it's one in a large swath of streaming options that are available. That's kind of why I don't think I would. I think you're right, but also I wouldn't even say it's like the hot new gaming trend because I think it's just going to quietly like 
exist and uh, like I, I think get bigger and bigger. Maybe I think it'll get pretty popular though. And we, like I, we also played EA's one it. on the browser, and oh, that, wait, EA has a streaming thing. It does. I believe. What? I believe it's EA. Yeah, and because again, we we did the whole thing where we tried as many as we could. We tried the Steam, yeah. the Steam one where you could play on your phone. That was awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is kind of rough. But the EA one was nice because instead of getting lag and and gaps and slow, what you were getting was the lower resolution. It looked like um. It looked like in this phone conference, sometimes it's like something will go in and out and you'll get a little blurry. That's, yeah. that's all it is. It's like, oh, it's a, it's a little blurry, but you know, it gets bad. Be- it gets better, you know, watching someone mm-hmm. on Twitch and all of a sudden it'll get blurry on you for a little bit. Just- and that's kind of what I think is going to happen is like, I had no idea that EA had one. And I think what'll happen is like in eight months, we'll look back and like everybody will have one and everyone will be on each other's services and it'll just be like. Yeah. It'll be it'll be the way it'll be kind of like the way that TV streaming works now, where it's like you type in where can I watch yeah friends, and then it's like oh well it's on Amazon Prime and Netflix right now, and you go yeah. to one of those two, and that's where you watch it. I think the games are going to get like that by the end of the year for sure, but I don't think it's a thing we're going to be constantly talking about more than it's just going to be happening. Just a fact of life. Yeah, it's friend. just. It's yeah. just 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 going to continue to expand. Well, and it's, uh, it's, okay, called, well, then, it's called Project Atlas, by the way. EA Project okay. Atlas. We beta that sound, I have heard of that. Okay. Yeah. So I just tried Stadia, and it was pretty good for mm-hmm. me. I, did, I you couldn't tell that it was stream. Mine, yeah, mine's I, pretty I, choppy. When I when I used like the the beta, like the Project Stream beta, back when they first tested it with like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I had the. I, it worked fine, but then it did like resolution would sometimes go down, but it was mostly fine. Um, yeah, I would, I would, I would prefer, I prefer the resolution go down. Yeah. It, it oh yeah. Cloud Atlas, but with Stadia, I'm getting chops and almost yeah. static screens. Oh wow. So, That's... but of course, I'm not fully, I'm not wired. Uh, I, oh, have, okay. I could wire it, but I was testing yeah. with wireless, and I definitely mm-hmm. saw a lot of problems. I uh, I played like all of Red Dead Redemption One in 2018. In the on lead up PS, to two coming out, PS, PS now. now, and it was mm-hmm. fine. It was great. I never had any issues. Played it on. I pl- split my time playing it on TV on PS4 and on my PC, um, and it mm-hmm. just worked flawlessly. I played Last so, of Us on my Vita. Yeah. Um, All I right. think. I I don't know that we're gonna get a hot new gaming trend this year. Okay. Like, I just. I think it's too close to new consoles. I don't oh. think that we have to let the new consoles breathe so they can developers can figure out what they're going to exploit and turn into the next new thing. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I got, I I'm got trying one. to think. Okay. Back paddles. Yeah. That, that, that thought came to mind. Um, I've, I've always liked the back paddles for a, a long time. I, I, the steam controller, I know is kind of awful, but those back paddles always felt good. And People, it's actually a thing for uh, people who who race cars. Their mm. their shifters are in yeah, the back the, of the, the wheel. Paddles. And I don't do that, but it always felt good to click on that that little bit. And so when they're doing this new third party thing that they're adding to the PlayStation Four controller, they've also hinted that the PlayStation Five controller will have the back paddles innately built in to the point that maybe they're trying to make their PS Four controllers backward or forward compatible. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what they what what back paddles really need is integration as their own buttons, because yeah. I have like I have an Xbox Elite controller. And the problem is that I can't like I'm a I, I'm a big fan of F1, the F1 series of games. And like if I could just set gear up and down to the back paddles, that'd be great. But it's always a pain because you got to like 
set the back paddles to the buttons and then bind the, mm-hmm. the control to the existing button. You can't just go into the F1 settings and say like, no, make it the back paddles. Um, and I think that once it's fully integrated as like the paddles are just buttons, that's when that really takes off at a, like at a software level. That's when it, or at a system level, that's when it really like starts to make more sense. I ended up, the only time I've used the back paddles on the one X is when I was playing Jedi fallen order because the stim pack button is on, is up on the D pad. So you can't like keep moving when you, as you hit the stim pack button. So I chained, I added a paddle button for that because that way I could like use my thumb, keep my thumb on the stick and stim pack. I, I have found the paddle buttons to be way too sensitive. Like I accidentally trigger the paddle buttons constantly while I'm playing stuff to the point where I take them off now and if I feel like a game warrants it, I put them back on. Oh, yeah, I keep them off all the time. I only put them on for those situations where I use them. But the thing is, is that for me, I always make them the L3 and R3 only because I always accidentally hit L3, R3. Uh, 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 I think the patent image, and they're not always like one-to-one perfect representations of what the finished product looks like or whatever, but it seemed like the patent image had the paddles or the back buttons smaller than what they are in like the xbox pro controller or whatever it is the elite controller what is it called i don't even know just but wish it, they were less sensitive just wish yeah well it seems like, like they're button. yeah it seems like they're more like they're less like sticky outy or i don't know it, it seems like they're a little more subtle and maybe not quite as easy to hit i don't know yeah though. that would be good that would be good because you can't really hold an Xbox Elite controller with all the paddles connected yeah. in a way that's very comfortable mm-hmm. because your fingers to rest, they like put enough pressure on it that yeah. it triggers it's, it a button. It seems like the back buttons on the PlayStation, but the, that patent image might be a little more uh, uh, comfortable. I almost don't understand why they don't just make the back of the controller a touch surface. Like the way the touch oh, like a is. Vita, like a Vita. <laughs> yeah. yeah, except that, that went well. like if it, if it could just like read your input as your hands are resting on it. So there's no input happening. And then if you like lift that off controller would cost one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it touch that sort of stuff is not that expensive to produce anymore. I think the glasses. Like, well, it wouldn't have to be glass. I'm saying like a plastic surface, kind of the way that the um, touchpad is. Uh, and make it simple. It doesn't have to like read gestures necessarily just like just detect pressure at different points. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you could also then end up with a bunch of accidental triggers of the the thing. So Uh, any more hot new trends? Uh, I think that we're going to get more of those remakes. I'm I'm already calling out. I want Resident Evil one remake. A remake of the remake? <laughs> well, no, that was that was a re-release HD update. Uh, they they know they did a lot to that. Like but, they but give me the redid Resident all the Evil voice acting. Treatment for one. Okay, okay. I, I and I could see, I actually I could see that. Oh, sorry. I, no, I could I actually, see that for like a lot of other games. I, yeah. I think I think. Well, I, obviously we won't get Resident Evil One this year. I think we get. I think we get Resident Evil Eight next year, twenty twenty one, early. Um, like February, but uh, maybe I, I don't know if we need more remakes. I, I think there, there's always going to be that going forward. Like we'll get uh, what uh, Blasto or some shit. So this is a trend that's not entirely new. Like technically, it it's been around since the '90s, but it is going to be hotter. I think now. I think it's uh, 
slow, a slow glow up of a trend that's going to continue to build uh, steam, which is, I think that like loot is just going to be in like everything. Oh, the color tier like, loot. Ever yes, like everything that control is going to hell have yeah. It. And and I mean it kind of has already been a thing that's been happening, but like mm-hmm. looking at like modern warfare has tiered loot, even though it doesn't matter because the guns are the guns. It's just um, like rarity for like cosmetics. It's, it's cosmetic, yeah. And I think that that they're going to work that into like literally every major AAA release is going to have some kind of like I think Last of Us Two will have tiered loot in it. But that's what I was saying um, was like it's super weird that Control, a very much story based game, had like tiered loot. Totally, only and I, single player. Yeah. And, um, like and in I, some ways, it like well, I think it was like poorly implemented and not great design, but. Yeah. Like the idea there, like, kind of made some sense. They just didn't execute on it well. I think but, it's going to be. I think it's going to be the vast majority of games this year have have tiered loot like that. Well, we can. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, uh, I did I, real quick. I, the, the, as far as the remake is concerned, I did want to say that like these games are being made. Like it's not like an uprise. These games are getting remade from the no, ground. Yeah, up. yeah, so, like a like a medieval or whatever. So, so like, a, give me Parasite Eve, like you said, Parasite Eve, but give me mm-hmm. Parasite Eve Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay, I am already Final Fantasy VIII in the in the Final Fantasy VII remake style. I already find myself incredibly fatigued by remakes, so I hope that that doesn't happen. Well, Resident uh, Evil yeah. Two well, was it's... almost like a brand new game. Yeah, and I didn't. We, like we, it, had, so. we had this discussion <laughs> over Game of the Year. Uh, Number three game of the game of 2019, baby. Uh, well, and also I should say that I didn't like it for reasons that are very personal, and it has nothing to do with the quality of it. It's an yeah. extraordinarily well-made thing. So take a game I just, that you I also do like, didn't though. like it. What? Take a game that you do like, and then just like remaster that in a way that's like, oh, this is now like Vector Man remake the Outer Wilds. But, but I, uh, <laughs> well, but like Only I guess voice acting. I guess I I want to play new it's just because i want new stuff i don't want and, I, and i'm not saying that like yes they're remastered they're remaking them to be new games but it's still a shooter you know mm-hmm. whereas yeah. i would rather see something like d- totally different um like a from, syndicate or turn-based like RPG. The, well like the syndicate was remade as a first person shooter from whatever tactics game or, or whatever it was uh, like yeah god make a new syndicate or just or, remaster that or, syndicate yeah like for, never for example it. you like the witcher one is a great example of a game that is i love but is like very long in the tooth and not good in yeah. if you play it now um i would f- much rather though they do something different than remake that game whether oh, it's yeah. set in the witcher universe or not um, so I, but I'm just not the target for it. I think that like a lot of people want what you're saying too. So I'm not necessarily saying that they shouldn't do it. I just know for my yeah. selfish reasons, I'm more like I would be, I would find it frustrating if there was like a ton of remakes coming out. I think mm-hmm. uh, there, there are a lot of people who didn't get a chance to play those games. Uh, totally. Yeah. But yeah, whether absolutely. or not they're worth playing, that's another question. Some of them, um, <laughs> Parasite Eve is worth playing and you should play Parasite yes, Eve. Yes, That's actually sort of the exception to all of what I just said is I would be excited if they announced a remake of Parasite Eve. Because it doesn't even have to follow the exact same, it can follow the, the same plot points, but at the end just have like all these all new characters and this whole, uh, this whole new world and like if it's more beautifully rendered, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Monster Rancher with Spotify integration. There um, we go. Sam. I'm super. Do you have any, my internet oh. 
died there for like oh. a hot second. Oh, well, I assume good. you guys are talking about Shenmue. <laughs> the Shenmue, a Shenmue they did a Shenmue remake a, yeah a I remastered. It. it's very good uh, God, did you play Shenmue you 3 like Shenmue. you didn't bring up Shenmue mm. 3 in the game of the year talks hmm interesting no, I, I didn't see. have time to play it it's oh didn't have time, oh, hmm. time, time yeah, it came out after I had a baby you clearly know? one so, of your favorite games of the year time makes fools of us all yeah uh, and babies do you have any do you have any hot trends you expect Sam no, not really. Okay. I, ex- I don't know. I feel like we're going to get more subscription service style mm-hmm. things. Um, I'd be surprised uh, if we didn't see something like that from Google, actually, like a a better version of their Stadia Pro. I think they're going to just rehab Stadia Pro Yeah, is what they got to do. On the ground up, man. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think they're just going to throw a lot more games at it, and then throw a yeah, lot of money at getting. Gonna put a lot games. more Tomb Raider games on it. <laughs> I think. Well, I think they're going to. I think that the smart move is um, you rebuild it from the ground up, throw a ton more games at it. For people who are founders, they get grandfathered in at whatever price they're yep. paying. And for new yep. subscribers, when it goes free, it's like for you, it costs twenty bucks a month. For mm-hmm. Founders, it's only 15 or whatever. I think they could do like multiple tiers, like, hey, 10 bucks for just like 4K. And then like if you want to get games and it's another 10 on top of that or something. If they five and if if Google could compete, like they could offer Stadia and have it be the breadth of stuff that Game Pass has. It would be tough for me to not at least buy a couple months of it. You know, like I just don't think that from even with data caps and even as someone who's not going to play that as their primary method, um, I could totally see dipping into it for a bit if um if they had a really good service where it was just like hey you can pay us twenty dollars a month and get everything on the platform for example or most of it i'm super excited to talk about stadia when it becomes a thing but right now we're in early access for a game service which just is such a new weird thing and i think it's a bad thing because people paid 130 dollars to be in early access right for the better right for the game service. and i think that <laughs> sucks I just waited a couple of months until there were body passes being given out on Reddit, and then I got one of those. Yeah. If you want to try it again, I I still got my body pass because nobody wants it. (laughs) I can't use them because it's not available in Japan. I might might take you up on it at some point because I am morbidly curious, but I wouldn't probably use it for uh, an extended period of time. So I'll give you my body pass. If, so you could be uh, the only you, two people if you, on destiny if you find anyone who actually wants to use it extensively i would give it to them because i probably would only use it for like a couple hours and then maybe not touch it for i months. know nobody that would want to use it extensively. Uh, well hey listeners i can get you a buddy pass <laughs> you I want a buddy really, pass i can get you a buddy i don't pass. really like i don't really <laughs> I like a guy i don't really like want one but like you would take one i'm curious to see it myself that's uh. it well, hey, listeners, that you heard it here. Uh, you can contact us. Or you can contact a- contact Alex or the Super GG podcast, and maybe get yourself a Stadia Buddy Pass. Probably go on Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Reddit is where I got mine. Hey, hey, I'm trying to get us engagement here, guys. Yeah, if you want a Stadia Buddy Pass, uh, try it. I don't know. Try. You're much uh, better at engagement right. than we are. We're giving away games. Like, hey, I got a bunch of games. Anybody want these games? No, oh, we did that too. That, that's yeah. That's how we got. We got some new listeners from that. Hey, thanks for all you new listeners. Uh, okay. All so right. next up on the thing is biggest disappointment. And I think what do we, what do you think the biggest disappointment? Exactly of this year I think the biggest disappointment is the thing that is directly following. Exactly. <laughs> the biggest what I was disappointment. Marvel's Avengers. Yes. I'm gonna say that my, the biggest disappointment is that Zelda sequel doesn't come out till 2021. 
Okay. I think that they're going to say that game true. comes out in November it's and not. then it's going to get pushed to March. Yes. I think I they'll say agree. November. 100. I could not. Ag- I don't know that I've ever agreed with you more on something, Sam. And, and I've agreed with you on a lot. With it will launch with the Switch Pro in if. March next year. Um, okay. I, I think the, Marvel. Uh, but can it be a disappointment? Yes, I think. I yeah, think here's what's going to happen. I think what's going to happen is Marvel's Avengers is going to come out, and it's going to be a solid five point five six ish game sam and i are gonna buy it anyway and we're gonna, we're gonna play, play it and we're gonna we're gonna convince ourselves that it's good it's gonna be <laughs> then, so you're saying it's destiny yes. hey, hey destiny, destiny 2 is, is a good no no, no i said that, destiny destiny i didn't say destiny 2 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think destiny it's not gonna be as good, good as the first destiny <laughs> i played 100 hours of destiny um, it's not a good game i think uh, marvel's yeah. avengers um, is gonna probably kind of suck yeah uh so pat I listened to a really interesting podcast the other day where somebody was, I think it was a kind of funny one where somebody was saying, why does Marvel's Avengers look like trash? <laughs> and, uh, the, so the, one of the guys on the show was like, well, I was talking to somebody who worked this at was waypoint radio. Were, oh, it was waypoint. There you go. And I knew it wasn't one of my regulars. I haven't listened and to they, that yet. Wow. This is why. And that person, the person went, I talked to a friend of mine who works at the studio and said, well, we make, uncharted style like platform adventure games when you ask people to make games that they don't make yeah. weirdly they don't make them very well yeah <laughs> uh, is, i yeah. think the, i was talking to patrick klepek that was uh, yeah. the story i i i was at my local game store to play x-wing um thursday night uh tabletop game store and um one of the people who works there is a huge marvel fan i'm running a okay demo of the the marvel miniatures game with her next month um and uh we were talking um for friend of friend of the show that's that should be on the show at some point that no one else knows but me joel who's a, a friend of mine that i play excellent with and i were talking about upcoming games um shout out to joel he said he listened to the entire game of the year podcast which even i didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> um i was on it and i didn't do that uh um but um we were talking about it and, and I was like um, talking about how there's not a ton of stuff coming out this year that I'm super hyped for, but I'm really excited about Avengers. And uh, the woman who works at the store was like me too. Like she literally had a Spider-Man hoodie on like while we were talking about it. And she's like, yeah. And I really hope Spider-Man's in that game. I can't wait to play him in that game. And I was like, Spider-Man's not going to be in that game for a while. Yeah. <laughs> if ever. And uh, she was no, like, that he's would gonna suck. come out when Spider-Man two launches on the Maybe. PS five in November. Hey, she was had, like, that would really suck. They had, and I was uh, like, yeah, Spider-Man's voice in the, was it the uh, ultimate Alliance? Yuri. Yuri. Yeah. He's Yuri, in it. Lowenthal. Yuri Lowenthal. He does yeah. like all the video game Spider-Man voice. Uh, he does so. Spider-Man in everything apart from films. Yeah. And, and she was just like, yeah, but I want it to be good. And I was like, I think that game's gonna, it looks like ass. It looks like it, not a real video game. It looks game. like Anthem. It, lo- it oh. looks like, no, it doesn't look Anthem as good as Anthem. <laughs> yeah. it, it looks like there is no Marvel's Avengers video game and they put a bunch of like pre poorly pre-rendered cutscenes. Like they yeah. just like, none of it's actually gameplay it footage. Like and instead, yes. So I think that's a little harsh, but it is yeah. harsh. But it, but it, I I see where you're coming from with that. It, it looks like a remaster of a 360 game. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I like, think it's, I'm playing Trails of Cold Steel right now, and that is a Vita game, basically remastered for PS4. And 
it doesn't look as good as Avengers, but there's there's you know oh, it's a different art similarities. Style and, I I think yeah. I think that it's like yeah I I don't think that game is gonna. I so think that's gonna be here's a major here's one of the things that I think people aren't really considering with Avengers is. Only one person can play a character when you do co-op. So you can't have like four Iron Men or whatever. You can't even have two you Iron Men. You can't have four Thors. Exactly. So if like you're really into like only one kind of class, like in Destiny 2, I like pretty much exclusively play Warlock. Like you can't. Like, All the classes are good though. Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, but you can have like a group of six Warlocks if you want. You can, Like if you're trying to play Avengers and then suddenly like someone else in your party. I think you are vastly overestimating the amount of depth that each character is going to have. No, no, I mean, no, but uh, I also think there's going to be so many characters. It will be less of an issue. Oh, I don't think that's true. I think there's going to be the characters. There's going to be a lot of people who only want to play Iron Man or only want to play Thor. There's there's the five opening characters. There's there's the five like OG Avengers. Yeah. There's Kamala, um, Hawkeye isn't wasn't in the five OG Avengers no. thing, but is they've confirmed he's playable. And I don't like. I think it's going to be very. I think you'll have like roster. eight to ten characters over the first three months. One of the one of the rumors, or at least the the, the impressions I've heard, was that it plays a little like Overwatch, the way that the the, the characters move Wait. and their abilities and stuff. I'd take that over Anthem. Yeah, yeah. Think, I, things I am down for more Overwatch. Well, I'm not down for more Overwatch specifically, but I am down for more things that feel like Overwatch. Right? Yeah, I like if it's more like that than uh, Anthem, because like that Hulk and Iron Man stuff looks very much like Anthem. Uh, I yeah. I just think that that game is going to be like an eight to 12 hour co-op campaign and then a bunch of repeatable like, yeah, really bad procedural missions. And it. And then, and the gameplay is going to be mediocre at best. Uh, and there will be something they'll call something that isn't a raid. Yes, they'll call it like a strike field force mission or strike, something. Yeah. Field uh, strike. And I, I think that the my, and this is why I'm actually super worried about this game. Is if like Ubisoft or EA were putting this game out, even maybe even Activision. I think it could be something that comes out is a disappointment and then they fix it. I yeah. do not think square Enix will fix it. I think square Enix will say, ah, it sold a bunch cause it had the Avengers name on it. They fixed uh, final fantasy 14. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. But that's final fantasy. And yeah. yeah, it, it, uh, it, I mean, it's, it depends on how much money they've spent out for it and whether they consider it to be a spent this like if they like this if game has been in development be a for a cost. long time. It's got to be a really expensive game, and there I just I just think Disney. that Square Enix is like they seem like they they seem like they kind of hate Western their Western portfolio. Yes, uh, it's true. So I think it's going to come out and it's going to be a disappointment, and they're going to be like. Well, we're dropping Crystal Dynamics, and yep. that's this is the way that they get out of that. Didn't they drop Hitman, even though that studio. was a success? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it wasn't as big a success as they wanted, but yeah. I mean, they said that Tomb Raider hasn't been as big a success as they wanted, too. Which well, is like, that, third, that third Tomb Raider actually didn't sell. They said well. that about the first Tomb Raider, I think. Yeah, They're, all their games. Tomb Raider was so good. I think, I think they, and it sold uh, well. Uh, yeah, no, their, their like, projections are always out of like insane they're yeah. nonsense yeah 
but all right. So it, it seems, Alex, do you have a different answer for a biggest expected disappointment? No, I just think, uh, I think the Zelda thing, a lot of people I know have been talking okay. about it, like, oh, oh it's coming yes, out this yes. year. It's not. No, it's not. There's no way. I, I'm, I could say there is a way, but it's not. I don't think they would have shown it if it wasn't close. They haven't really shown it. That's like they, I, that's like they showed the what that the new Elder Scrolls game. Um, yeah, well, yeah, but they're not Nintendo. Didn't, Nintendo's been doing a lot more like we're keeping things close to the chest. But what? didn't they say? Uh, didn't they say that it was coming out in 2020? Or did I don't they say think more so. Info no, they actually just Probably said it's more in info, development. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't think that's coming out this year. They did have a whole trailer, though, like with a lot of new character models and like. Uh, I wouldn't say a lot of new character models. Yeah. I mean, I think they're just going to use the Breath of the Wild map, add new enemies and change up the topography a bit and a new story. I think that would be pretty disappointing. So maybe if it comes out, then that means Breath of the Wild likes Breath of the Wild and I... (laughs) I love. I Breath think of the it's going to be a really, really well-made asset flip. The reason that Breath of the Wild that is would a, be oh my god, that would be the most would, hilarious. Yes. But that would be disappointing. It would be. They've, a, that already, would be shown, a mess. they've already shown some of the areas from oh, Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, trailer. no, but I, I mean, yeah, they showed yeah. like the the map. But what I think they need to do more than just an asset flip. And I, I think if it's just here's Breath of the Wild, here's the map again, but it's crazy that's what they're gonna do i think it's fine if they use the same map they just need to vastly change the core of what you do on it yeah and i'm not saying that because i i mean i love breath of the wild but part of the reason the breath of the wild is very good in my opinion is because it is so different than i'm like i like zelda i like i at least like every zelda game and i love more than half of them Mm -hmm. uh but I think that the reason Breath of the Wild is so cool is because it's like throwing out so much of what used to be like it's doing so many new things. So I think just making a Breath of the Wild 2 that does the same thing as the old game is not it. Uh, <laughs> I think what I think is probably going to happen is that it's going to be uh, the same map and sort of what you're saying, Sam. But on top of that, it's going to be far more focused on things like dungeons and stuff like that, and it's going to be more of a RPG than I would, I would uh, be into that. Breath of the Wild was, and it's going to have more um, objectives and direction and stuff, and it's going to fundamentally feel a lot different to play because the gameplay loop is going to change a lot, but it'll still have the same assets um, in a lot of cases. Uh, it'll sure. be like a kind of a uh, was a Ocarina de Majora type thing. Yeah, like, it's like a lot of. I the, don't think. I mean, there's like a different map, but a lot of it. You know, it was fundamentally like the same yeah. assets. I think that dungeons are a big. I think them choosing to set the trailer in a dungeon is yeah. a very telling yeah. thing, and I think I, that there's going to be a huge network of underground stuff, and that's the new, the I, big new thing. That's, that's what I'd want. That's what I yeah. want. I, I want it to be like. I want be. it to be weird, and I want it to be more like Majora. I don't think it's going to be Zelda dungeons though, to clarify. I think it's going to be like a big interconnected network of stuff Mm -hmm. underground that are, you're losing me things for you to explore. (laughs) Look, if you want the same game over and over and over again, Nintendo is definitely the company for you. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope for your sake that they just put shit out another Zelda. That's the same as every other one. You know, there's only like four items in that game and like, uh, uh, all right, we're going to breath of the wild. 
Just, yeah, this game. What are you talking about? Bad. Uh, anyway, did you have, a, did you have moving a on. A moment with uh, the world and not understand. <laughs> we already talked about uh, Marvel's Avengers. Uh, Skate Four coming? No, no. that's no. not going to happen. Okay. All right, they have, they, have, they have two other games that are. They have two other games that are just eating that game's lunch. Yep. Skater, uh, Skater XL and what was the other one? Um, Project Session. Yes. Yeah, I don't think that those games are on EA's radar actually, but. And I hope that they end up blowing up really big, but they're so early, both of them, that I do think if EA wanted to, they could totally put put out a they could probably put out a finished competent skateboarding game before those games ever hit 1.0 mm. if they started development now. But I also don't think they will because um, I think they're out of that game. Like, I think the, the two of them. And that's why. Ubisoft should get Tony Hawk and do Steep two, summer steep, San Francisco, Ooh, summer steep. And skate. This is my thing. I bring up every Tom time Tony Clancy's Hawk comes up. Steep two. I, so steep because steep is a really. I get to tell Alex about this theory because I already told everybody else yeah. uh, or what I this dream, not theory. Because I don't think it's necessarily going to happen. But like they steep is actually very good. Um, like it's a very good snowboarding and skiing game. And so I think if they made a summer steep. And they set it somewhere like San Francisco that has lots of hills. And that's why they can call it steep. Uh, and then it's all summer sports like street luging, base jumping, skateboarding, inline skating instead of winter sports. That would be fucking awesome. And if they could get Tony Hawk to be on it, that'd be even better. The, the rumor is he's got another game. But it would be weird for him to be in a game set in San Francisco. And I don't think you can set a steep two in Los Angeles, one of the flattest cities in the world. <laughs> Uh, that's why you set it all in the Tom Clancy verse and you just, you dark slide across a taxi in the want, middle of a division firefight. What's, what's that? So that snowboarding game that had the, the combat, it was oh, like a tactical dark. snowboarding game, dark prod, not dark project. Um, uh, dark summit, dark summit. Dark summit? Okay. Yeah. If you, dark summit two featuring Tony Hawk, I am all over that. All right. Well, now we're going to move on to the final bit of our 2020 predictions. Not even really predictions. We're just going to chat about some notable releases from like the f- beginning of the year, kind of the first couple months. Uh, see what people have uh, to think. Should we just do the just do a yay or a no? Uh, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> if, like if, you, if you have more to say about something, feel no, free to chime in. Yes. Uh, I don't think we there's not too much to say about a couple of these games because yeah. they come out in like four days. Uh, yeah. So first off, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's good. That game's gonna be fine. I bet it won't be. It'll uh, be okay. I'm. I, I want it to be good. But it's the I, same people who made Xenoverse, right? Uh, See, I didn't like those uh, games. Probably. That's where you lose me. The, I think those games are pretty good. They're not quite the loop that I want, and this looks like it is. So they just take like the feel and mechanics of those games and put them, make it into more of an open world thing. I'd be. That that's I'm sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. R- early yeah. early impressions. I, early impressions are that it game it runs great. Yeah, I would hope. <laughs> I want it to be something that I really like. Um, mm-hmm. I did never had a Wii U, so I it's yeah. like a new game to me. I don't know whether it would click with you, Pat, knowing what you like and don't like. Yeah, I mean, I like the thing is, is I like 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 I've said privately is I like um, like games that dig into Japanese culture, um, Mm -hmm. like modern Japanese culture. Yeah, they do that. So that is that is the angle on it that I'm into. But if it's like 
not like part of what I love about persona games is the dig into, uh, wow. Uh, they dig into, uh, Japanese culture and they also kind of give you space to like be a, like exist a in that world. Yeah. Um, and so it's like they, they managed to combine good storytelling with like, Oh, today I'm just going to go hang out with my friends at the mall. And, mm-hmm. um, if that's something that Tokyo Mirage Sessions does, that's then I'll probably be into it because I like that and I like Fire Emblem characters. Um, but if it's just like a JRPG with like that cultural background as like the backdrop, mm-hmm. maybe less so. But I don't even know anything about the combat system in that game, so uh, I, I know very little about it. It's almost like a, it's like Persona, but the Personas are Fire Emblem characters. Which I would like. I like Persona's yeah. combat a lot. Yeah. Uh, all right, next Kentucky Route Zero Episode Five and the console versions. I played yeah. Episode One a long time ago. Yeah, I played you it when it first came 90% out. Ninety percent of the world. Yeah, and then I just stopped. Yeah. Uh, same. I'm looking really looking forward for it yeah. to console. I'm, I'm going to play the hell out of that on Xbox. Oh, you're going to play not. the hell out of it for about three hours because that's how long that entire game is. <laughs> really? Each episode is about a half hour. Long. Yeah, they're pretty short. Wow, they're pretty I short. Did not know the first that. one took me way more than half an hour to play. Yeah, I don't know. I saw recently that I haven't played the other ones, but that they're all about a half hour long. Yeah. It's like a three hour game. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, they've been taking their time with that development. Yeah. I don't think episode five is going to be some like revelation super. Yeah. I don't, I think it's going to be another hour long thing. If that How happens. long to beat says the episodes are about an hour okay. and then act one and two are an hour, then three and four are two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well then what I saw was maybe just inaccurate. I hope so. I'd love for that uh, game to be a bit longer, but I would play it in a sitting too. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Really I haven't. Length. I haven't touched it. I've been waiting for it to be finished, and so now I can yeah. finally uh, jump into that. That'll That's be uh, later gonna, this month, like the twenty first or something. Uh, it's twenty eighth. Okay, twenty eighth. And take a bottle of bourbon. Seventeen days. And you 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 should you should play that game with like a a glass of like sipping whiskey. That's like okay. the way to to truly okay. enjoy Kentucky Route Zero. I do uh, have some whiskey in the house. Well, what is the appropriate way to enjoy Final Fantasy VII Remake? Opening your trash can, putting it in it, and closing the lid. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My prediction that the entire game has been data data mined and leaked yes. from the demo. Yeah. <laughs> the demo isn't even out. Even no, I no. actually think they that actually, it looks cool. They actually said the demo is going to come out when the game is released. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll pro- it's probably it's probably a thing where you like you can so up- about this. you can upgrade. If you're not sure a- about getting you play Fantasy 7 remake. Yeah. Here's a There's a very funny reset era then, like, thread lock or whatever. I have a weird thing where I actually like Final Fantasy 7 a lot. I think 8 is probably How better than It's not a weird thing. Loads of people <laughs> I love it. No, let right me finish. Here. It's not a weird thing yeah. to like it. I, I the weird thing is I like Final Fantasy 7 a lot. It is probably my favorite Final Fantasy. However, I also find a lot of people who love Final Fantasy very insufferable. Yep. Present company excluded, oh. of course, but like so It's like Rick and Morty. No, I hate Pickle everything cloud. about Pickle Rick. Cloud. Yeah, look, if you're not smart enough, uh, fine. But um, so anyway, there's a very good reset era thread. Not very good because I like reset era, but very good because it's like the the people talking about the fact that the demo is coming out the day the game comes out, and it's just pages of people being super angry. <laughs> it's very funny. The, there's jokes that uh, Square Enix is like, "Oh, you want to data mine it? Fine, screw you." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hope that that's what happened, but I I'm the main thing I'm 
thing about the Final Fantasy VII remake to me is I just think that that game is like it's a joke, right? Like it's a it's a I think the game looks cool and it'll probably be very fun to play. But it's like the first like eighth of yeah, Final it's gonna Fantasy be the next Shenmue. It's the first third. There's three discs. Uh, it's, but based the, on the, the data mining I heard is not the yeah the data yeah. mining is not like it's well not, the first the third disc is also very short yeah in yeah. Final Fantasy VII all, but didn't they say that it, yes it's only it's just roughly a third of the game or something I don't it's think like, they've no, they have, they have not they have, I thought it was that you leave, originally you mid, you it was mid-guard. supposed to be three parts. Uh, I don't originally think it, it was supposed to be three parts, but then they have walked that back and they have said, we don't know how long it's the impression be. that I got from the data mining was that you do not leave Midgard, but maybe that's wrong. I, I haven't looked too closely. Well, I spent at, like, um, like disc, disc one ends with them leaving. It's actually no. after they've left. Oh, okay. I thought that too, but There's recently I was yeah, corrected on it. Yeah. Disc um, one, a you lot of shit Midgard happens. for like 10 hours. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think you one. leave Midgar in Midgard in the first FF7 remake. I don't, I don't uh, want. Based on what I saw, I don't think so, but oh, oh, yeah. I bet they just take the world map away because you spend so many hours on the world map. Man, if they take the world map and the like, the best, my favorite thing about FF7 is like flying around and finding the weird shit, like fighting the weapons and stuff like that. If well, they take that, that out in the next one, that'll be in there, but in like a weird overworld yeah. or something. Yeah, that makes like me less same, enthused if they were to do like, that. What if it's you, the you, same overworld? Like, like how in Dragon Quest XI has the 8-bit mode? Yeah. <laughs> but they have like the PS1 overworld. Here's my prediction. I just I think, had a prediction written down here that they will announce Part 2. Part 2 doesn't come out till 2022 or 2023. So I think... I think it's going to be one a year. I think... That's my POV. What I would love to see... And I think is possible, but I'm not saying that this is like a prediction as much, but I think they could do part one. It ends right as they're like getting ready to leave Midgard. And I think part two is like the, the game that is like the, it is like the open world and you're flying around a bunch and it's a so huge it's trails of cold steel too. Maybe I don't know anything about trails of cold steel too. Um, uh, but that is like, the, Andre, the game is Trials of Cold Steel 4. Come on. You've got to get through the first three. <laughs> they, they've shown with FF15 that they can make a, a, a world at scale for yeah. characters that look that good. And I think yeah. that that's what they'll do with they'll it'll maybe be condensed from the size of the world, like the distances geographically that were yeah. in the original. But it'll look like FF15 when you're going around the open world in the second part of the remake. And you'll have the airship and everything and you'll fly it around. It'll be very cool because you'll like call the airship down and everyone will board it and then you'll fly it around the map and, and you will um, only be able to land it on roads. Well, <laughs> I, I'm sure that it will be more restrictive than like as much as you, as open as you'd want it to be. But I think that the second part of it, the first part will be pretty disappointing to people. And then the second part they'll come back and it'll be really cool. Um, uh, and then um, the third part will suck. Uh, <laughs> Because the third part will I, just be like the end, <laughs> and it'll I be another say, twenty hour thing. And I want to say in this public forum of the podcast that it is insane that Trails of Cold Steel Four relies on you having played Trails of Cold Steel Three twice to get a quest, a story point that you can only get by doing the new game. I quest. agree with you, but the more that I think about it, the more I'm 
I, I, it actually makes me want to play the series more. I'm really on board. I'm already 15 hours into Trails 1. Well, I mean, isn't All that right. how Nier and Nier Automata came about? Was that they were one of many six endings, and one of those endings led the, to Nier? One of the Draken, yeah. one of the yes. Draken God alternative endings yeah. the, is Nier. The difference is that... Um, those games, like Drakengard games, I don't believe are more than like 20 hours-ish to play through hmm. versus Trails of Cold Steel, which I think is much longer. <laughs> I, I understand that the first game is 70 hours and it's all scene setting. <laughs> I really want to play these games. Hour in the library at the military school. Oh, see, books. this is the thing. I was I found the the going back to the the monastery super tedious and Fire Emblem. But the problem is that it was like what I want to do is stand in one room for an hour and read books. Yeah. That's I don't want to like leave and go do some middling turn based combat and then come back to the library 400 times. I'd rather just like let me marinate and just play insanely long sequences that don't need to be as long as they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK. Well, uh, moving on to the next game, Doom Eternal. How are people feeling on that? Yay. Yeah. I'm, okay. I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Doom 2016 is very good. They haven't let me it down It looks yet. great. It looks great. I don't think I ever will play it. I ever need to play a Doom game again. I just okay. like, I see it and I'm like, this looks awesome. And I feel nothing for it. <laughs> I, I love, uh, I love the first one so much. And I like the idea that it's great that there's story that they, they want to give you story and the, the main character yeah. doesn't care at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the 2016 is a great game and this looks like it's going to be as good. I just, for some reason, like, I think the thing that'll get me to buy it is if the surprise is that the multiplayer in it is really good. Mm, okay. If that ends up happening, I could totally see picking it up because it's, I like like twitchy multiplayer, well, but I think they've, it's not got like competitive multi, well, it's got like the async asymmetric multiplayer. It doesn't have like a yeah. competitive. So, well, but it's still competitive. It's like, well, it, but yeah, it's like the two, the, the demon stuff versus. Yeah, that sounds even more interesting to me than just like, yeah, shooting at each other. So that's part of what I. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Is if yeah. like it turns out that that mode is really fucking cool, I would buy it just for that. But I'm not confident it will be. I don't know. Okay. Um, well, it's like, also not coming out at launch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I like uh, Quick Champions a fair bit. So oh, okay, okay, that's a choice. It's uh, not like incredible, but I, I, is that I still enjoy going? it. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, all right. Next Half-Life Alex. So any, it's Alex, are you on VR? No, uh, well, no, I'm not a, I'm not VR yet. I, I would like okay. to be, but that, that, okay. that threshold, that price threshold is still pretty high for me. Yeah. I really need a new video card, but if I can make that happen by the time Alex comes out, then I'm super, yeah, I'm there for it. I, uh, I expect, Half-Life Alex will come to the PS5 mm-hmm. and PSVR because I think they, they want to get that in as many hands as possible. Yeah, I think that's a fair assumption. And I think Valve can do whatever they want. So why not? Yeah. Um, and uh, I I have a I was on a Vive for a long time and now I'm probably well, I'm kind of trying to get rid of my Vive um, because uh, now I just use a quest with the link cable and it works mm-hmm. great. So, um, yeah, I would love to play that uh, with half-life alex um but it yeah. it just looks like a, a good looks like a better bone works kind of like mm-hmm. it looks like they're they're doing um a, they're just making a really really high fidelity uh uh action game in yeah. vr which is cool um 
and something that I do want to have. I found that my big barrier for games like that was that uh, I don't like teleport movement and it always made me nauseous to do smooth movement where you just slide around. Yeah. But if I sit down, I can do, it doesn't make me nauseous. I can like sit down and do standard movement with a stick and it works. So you ever play, like, Does that mean you're going to have to Resident Evil? sit down and games account for it. And- no, they, they account for it. They, they like put your head at the head level that you would be if you're standing yeah, okay. when you sit down. No, so but are you going to be like sitting down, standing up to like walk? I guess you're not going to walk around if that makes you sick. No, yeah, never mind. Yeah, you'll you'll do left stick to move around like in a first person yeah, shooter yeah, yeah. and right stick to to snap turn yeah. um, so that you can you can actually like keep it in front of you. And if you play it, you play it in a rotating chair is what I do. I play mm-hmm. it in the chair I'm sitting in right now, about two feet rolled back so that I can spin the chair yeah. around if I need to. And no cables with um, quest. Uh, well, you have to to plug it into a PC uh. to make it work with the PC, yeah. but, but oh, it's, it's just one cable. So it's, it's very manageable. Okay. And when you're sitting uh, down, as long as you kind of cable manage it appropriately, you don't even mm-hmm. notice it's there. Okay. Uh, how about the sequel to the number three game of 2019 resident evil three? That'll be good. I'm wait, I want, I want resident evil one remake to make it like that. There were in like official PlayStation magazine. There were some new details that came out. Um, Carlos is playable. It's not going to be like open world, but you are going to like get to explore more of Raccoon City. Uh, so like uh, what are the places? I don't even remember the places, but there's a lot more places that you can go than in like two. And they aren't going to have the like action, like the choices. It's like, oh, do I stay and fight Nemesis or do I run away? Do I jump out of the train car? Do I hit the brake? Stuff like that. That's not going to be in there. And there's only going to be one ending. Hmm. So seems like it's going to be a smaller experience, but then it's also tied into that multiplayer thing. And, which... I, d- and I did like the way that they modeled Jill, the new Jill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently uh, Nemesis is modeled like the AI is the same as it's an improved AI for Mr. X. So it's modified, but it's the same kind of. I really know. want to like that game. Maybe what we should do someday if we ever were able to find the time is. I should play Resident Evil 2 like and stream it to you, Andre, and you can yeah. just like watch me play it and be like, do this, do this. Yeah, <laughs> we, can, we can make it work. Yeah. Uh, when I'm on a spring spring break or something. Uh, yeah. All right. Next, Cyberpunk 2077, or as Keanu Reeves says, Cyberpunk. That's probably my most anticipated game right now. I'd oh, say. yes. I think that's going to be a great game. It's going to be Witcher level. I don't know if that game's for me. I think you missed a game that's coming out the same day as Doom Eternal. Animal Crossing? Oh. Hell yeah. For for children, says my girlfriend. We talk about games Go, in the show. Go not to toys. 2020. We don't talk about this isn't a this isn't a toy review show. This is a game show. Uh, I'm well, I, don't, I only <laughs> play games for adults. Only games so for I adults. need to I would never say what isn't isn't a game. Demons. But yeah, I don't care about Animal Crossing. Shoot people in the face. Uh, yeah, I, I need uh, to rip and tear and see some boobs. To be fair, <laughs> Tom Nook will break after that, your you damn legs. Tom Nook will break your damn legs for yeah. that loan. Look, you know, there's a lot of shit about Tom Nook on the internet. But he doesn't charge you interest <laughs> on thought, your mortgage. I thought you Where's were... the last place you got a mortgage with no interest? I thought you oh, were... Sam is dude. an avid Tom Nook defender. I thought you were about to make a, like... You were about to say, like, look, cut the bullshit... There's people very excited for Animal Crossing, and we should talk about it for a second. <laughs> you did not use that opportunity. No, Sam is an avid Tom Nook defender. I, I actually, I secretly I think 
Animal Crossing is going to be a big disappointment. I I agree with you. I, I just don't see how you could be right. I don't. Oh, think, I've never I, played I Animal Crossing, it. and I'm not going to. I Three words: don't think Pokemon, fans, Sword, and Shield. The fans of the okay. Animal Crossing Those are so words. feverishly hungry. You're right. For a new Animal Crossing that I don't think I don't like. People can review it as a six, and people would be like, "Animal Crossing." I think you're oh, both yeah. right. I think that that people who like Animal Crossing are going to um, say it's great and possibly justify something. Let's go back to that Marvel Avengers talk. <laughs> I think that Animal Crossing is a similar is it has a similar potential. I just want New Leaf with a few more things to do. Like that's literally all I want. And that's what every mm-hmm. Animal Crossing fan probably wants. And they have added more things for you to do. And they've you know, they've done a load of really smart stuff like you can change your skin tone now. Sure. You that stuff's great. Before. Yeah. Yeah. But so if yeah. you were white, you couldn't be in that game. You had to uh you had to uh get to tan tan get extensively to stand on the beach but for, uh, days i think like what they've sh- i think like that crafting stuff is going to be like now to get a bed instead of buying it from the catalog you cut down a tree and like i don't know how you what else you would do but it's just i don't think that that's going to be that compelling i think it's going to be very like i would imagine that there's going to be a lot of both so there'll be you know you can build stuff or you can buy stuff. Because buying stuff is such a huge pro- part of every animal. It's like game. the only thing you. Yeah. I mean, I guess you collect things. You're going to be building well. a lot of things. Uh, who knows? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm really excited for it. I, I hope that there's more crafting I than th- there has been. I think it's going to be the kind of game where a lot of people are going to be like, "What is this?" and not, and it's going to be a in like an industry disappointment. But that people who are excited for it are going to enjoy it, and it's going to do whatever. Maybe. It's going to be enough and it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that. I think the people who love Animal Crossing already on, you know, in the games industry who were hype on New Leaf will have the same hype. But I think that the majority of people don't really get it and don't enjoy it. We'll see. Uh, I guess that's kind of what I'm saying. I just don't think yeah. there's that many people in the press that love Animal Crossing. I mean, there's, there's, mm-hmm. there's some, but most of the GB guys talked very favorably about it last time. I remember Jeff being. Very excited about learning you could stack fruit, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, the back to Cyberpunk 2077, the uh, game of the year 2020. Um, I think that, I think yeah, that I think honestly it's be will great be. It, yeah, uh, I think so. I'm, um, I'm replaying The Witcher 3 right now. I'm just like, oh, my God, everything about this is so good. And if they can, if they can keep up that quality of writing and like the exploration, but in like a bigger more immersive space Cyberpunk, it's not even necessarily bigger but like more i don't know it looks I, yeah I well, but it's it's different style it's like yeah more it doesn't look like more yes yeah it doesn't necessarily look bigger it looks denser like I denser guess. yeah yeah i prefer it wasn't first person because uh, that's, that's i have a bias against first person games yeah. but like i've i mean pat's playing dishonored 2 right or dishonored so dishonored 1 yeah I, I like first person. I, I think I generally prefer first person. I only like third person for multiplayer yeah. stuff. Weirdly, um, I I can understand or, why people wouldn't want first person, but I for, I for shooters, I should say I don't. I like third person. I love third person, like behind the back action games. Mm-hmm. But I think for like a game where you're primarily shooting a gun as your like main mm-hmm. like action verb, I, I I like first person for that. I 
Mm. I wonder if, if we get any more like info out of them before it launches. Oh, I don't think so. I don't like see why they would. Yeah. They've done enough. I, um, every they time they release info. Sold everyone who wants to buy it. And, and every time they release info, they shoot themselves in the foot by like, having out of context Bad stuff come out. That stuff. is, yeah. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that I think that game is going to necessarily sell that stuff effectively when it does come out, but I think that seeing it in context is going to yes. be a, a lot more valuable than seeing bits and pieces that like come off as very phobic of certain things. Um, yes. And it may be that the finished problem pro- project is problem, problem problematic, but I'd rather see it all in context than. Yeah. Yeah. Be and they they don't seem like they're shying away from any of it. Like some of the stuff they showed, like some extra footage or stuff that's come out, like had some of that same problematic stuff. They it got seems like they're out at, pretty uh, E3. So they're also it's like, yeah, not shying away from the criticism either. Yeah. In a way yeah that's yeah. like, it feels like there's something more there that they're at least trying to do. And that it, it, it seems like yeah. it's coming from an earnest place, even if it ends up not like if it ends up missing the mark on some of that yeah. stuff. So yeah. people are totally within their rights and should rightfully be skeptic of. Oh, sure. Yeah. Them based Absolutely. on like some of their social media people's stuff and whatnot yeah. going on over there. So I do yeah, think there's, that there's issues around it, but I'm still excited I, for that game. I do. And this maybe is like, way off base, but I do think something that has always struck me about that team is the biggest criticism of the Witcher was that it was such a very, very, very white people game. Like all the characters in that game are white. There's like hardly any, I don't think there are any people of color, maybe like, but, and, and sort of, I'm not saying that this is necessarily a conscious response. I don't know. I don't know any of the people that work on these games, but the, next game they they're doing after their next big release is a seminal role-playing work based on material written by a person of color who was writing role-playing games with not a lot of people were in a world that is like has some problematic elements from those past books but is also very diverse so they were making the game before i so i'm sure people were talking about the whiteness of the witcher before like witcher 3 but they yeah, were making the i game. guess what i'm saying is they seem w- like a studio that's willing to grow from yeah whether it's a direct response to criticism or not they are a studio that that is willing to grow and like push outside of the thing because their original a lot of why they talked about why the witcher 3 is like their justification which is bullshit but it's what they said was like Oh, we don't know. We there. We don't have any. Like we're a super mm-hmm. white studio, and we write what we know, and blah 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 blah. And like yeah. that's kind of a bullshit answer. And they kind of did the thing you're supposed to do if that's your concern, which is mm-hmm. work with people from the outside that yeah have more uh, diverse backgrounds. So uh, yeah, uh, shout outs to the Witcher show, which has an incredibly diverse cast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also proves that the stuff they said about that in the games is kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but anyway, I think that that game it looks like um, a bigger Deus Ex to me, which is very mm-hmm. exciting because I love those kinds of games, and I hope that's yeah. the direction it stabs in is more of an immersive sim RPG uh, yeah. rather than a like fantasy open world one. I hope, yeah, I hope that, that the they they condense a little bit, close the environment a little bit. I just it's too big of an open world. I lose the plot real quick. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, I am doing everything, but I mean, I've beaten the Witcher three before and play, I've played it like one and a half times and I'm just like running around doing all the side quests because yeah, I'm playing it on the hardest difficulty. So I need to like get my experience and stuff, but I would lose the plot. 
No, it's it's it's, it's all up here. <laughs> anyway. But I think with like a new game like that I don't have experience with, I could yeah. see that. But um, um, all right, we got a couple more games, then we'll wrap it up. Uh, yeah, we Last talked of about Marvel's part, Avengers already. Yeah, Last of Us Part Two. How are people feeling on this one? I know Pat, you're kind of ambivalent. There is a Meh. there is a very good tweet that I saw, and I should have pulled it up before we got here. But it basically, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to. People like The Last of Us. I understand it's a touchy subject, but there was a tweet. Someone was quote tweeting someone else who was saying like, Last of Us 2 is going to be the, the starting off the decade with the best game of the decade in The Last of Us 2. And the tweet was like, AAA Studios rely on your mm-hmm. love of like very simple storytelling mechanics that are have been outdated for decades. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just... It was... I I saw that tweet but i don't think it was yeah it was something like that yeah yeah. it it was something like that and it it was a little mean the 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 tweet Mm -hmm. that like was replying to it because i don't think i think you should let people enjoy things that they enjoy i'm not saying that like you're stupid for i would never tell someone that they're like unintelligent or not don't have refined taste because they like a thing but also i just i think think the last of us is I think the tweet, like the response you're referring to was actually to a tweet that's saying that the last of us, because I think some like place playstation.com or some PlayStation blog or whatever gave uh last of us Two game or last of us game of the decade. Maybe. And yeah. someone is like, it has the best uh, like story. It has better story than yeah. any TV or movies. And that was what the, Th- that was something like, people, yeah. you know, they rely on you not being literate in like other media or something. Yeah. Yeah. We just recently, it was a mean uh, way to put it, but yeah, we just recently replayed last of us and mm-hmm. the, the game, the story is, is very high level up there with some, like one of the better stories that I've ever seen in video games, despite the game. Meaning that like you, like you could, if you if there was a way to like again you can go on YouTube and just watch that game yeah and that is a preferable I would watch that yeah, game see that's I a guess. more preferable way to handle that situation than instead of like that game when in certain uh, situations is a slog I I actually didn't I know what happens but like I didn't finish it because I really didn't like the gameplay and I was like okay so this is the thing that's going to happen and it was like yep I've read the road. <laughs> like <laughs> I I don't know. I I just I think I keep that, forgetting that game is coming out, honestly. I think that the um what people I think that the talent in that game, like the people that are playing the characters, are really, really good at it. Like the voice acting is really good, the performance capture is really good. I think that like the the dialogue writing is pretty good. I just think the plot of that game is not particularly compelling aside from the fact that it pulls on strings that fiction has done for a long time that always evokes an emotional response. But I just don't, there's nothing about that story or that world that makes me go like, wow, I really want to see what else is there. Mm -hmm. It's just very like, I don't know. I've always found that it found it pretty surprising that people love that game as much as they do, I guess. It, it, uh, it, I think it had a good emotional pull to it. I just, it, I just think that that story was enough. You didn't need another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think they need to do a second one. And the trailers they've shown have me like questioning. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, mm. 
And maybe they're doing like a bait and switch, but I don't think that studio is clever enough to do a bait. and switch. I mean, I think again, there's very talented people there, but I don't think that they want to, they're clever enough to do it. I don't think that they think they should with it. You know, if then that game is going to be the biggest disappointment of 2020. But I bet you that it will win a ton of Game of the Year awards. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) I don't think it would be a big disappointment for us because we don't think that game's going to be very good. Like, like I I want it to be good. uh, I enjoyed the first one. I liked playing the first one, but I, you know, I I haven't, I haven't revisited the story. I haven't revisited it really. I've played like a few times. I I don't think it's that bad, but I never like finished my second playthroughs. it's but, just like the story in the first one is not bad. It's that's, that's what I try to like. That's why it's yeah. hard for me to talk about. Cause it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's, you can get what's in that story from hundreds so of other places. pieces of yeah. media. And it's fine. If you like getting it from the last of us, I'm not being critical of people who enjoy the game, but like it, it doesn't do anything. It's talking about it in terms of like best of anything to me is like, it's, it's- Putting putting it up on a pedestal. It's got solid delivery. Like the packaging is. And the other thing, some, if you don't like the game, the other thing you have to remember is that the the while the story may be a retread of something you've seen many times before, it doesn't make it any less impactful. Especially if it's acted yeah. well, written well, and yeah, perform well, like voice capture and 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 live and live action capture. You can make something. I mean, for instance, before that, one of the games of the year when it came out was that um the walking dead season one and mm-hmm. that story ends up being very similar not not exactly the same not beat for beat but it's very similar to yep. the point that like that that if well acted and you know and done done correctly and written correctly you can get game of the year material out of it i think that's true for a lot of people i think that's why i don't like either of those games i don't like the walking dead season one either because i think that like to me the fact that it is they are such retreads kind of makes it not have any pull for me like i didn't feel emotional at either of those games because while they're made by talented people and like good and a lot of technical levels of like voice acting and character writing i just i could see what was coming from like almost the first hour of the game and was just like this okay yeah i did the thing did all the stuff that i thought i was gonna do yep Mm. and so i think um, but I think you're right for a lot of people and that's why it resonates. I just find that frustrating because I wish that we could, I wish that, that we did spent it's, it's great if people enjoy it and love it. I just wish that we spent more time lauding and awarding things that are pushing the limit and doing yeah. something new. And that's what I find frustrating about, uh, about the last of us and kind of about prestige style games in general, even though I did like God of war quite a lot. How did you feel about uh-huh. outer wild? Uh, it's my favorite game of all time. <laughs> and, and I do not say that. I've been playing that game since like it's, 2015. Uh, and the uh, number uh, number two, two game two. of 2019. But it was my number one by a wide margin for sure. So uh, yes. that, right. that pretty much says all that I need yeah. to about my ethos and what I like to see from games. <laughs> and, and yeah, I'd, I'd love to see more stuff like that or like Disco Elysium and, yeah. you know, uh but or at least uh, I think like the God of War parallel is is good in that I love God of War because I felt like it it at least took that character that had established a ton of tropes and put them in a totally new context. Mm-hmm. The plot of God of War is not something that is totally unique or new, mm-hmm. but I think it took characters that were already had a lot of assigned 
well, it took one character really who already had a lot of assigned tropes and then subverted them and did something and did the exact opposite of what you would expect out of them, which is to tell a super emotional story rather than just one that's angry all the time. And I think that um, part of why I struggle with the last of us is it so heavily leans on um, its setting and post apocalypses and like those concepts that um, that's part of why, like I find it as predictable as it, as it is. Mm -hmm. So it's not even just retelling the same thing. It's also like doing the predictable thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, and our last game on the list now, another Sony exclusive, Ghosts of Tsushima, set for summer 2020. People excited? Sure. Do, don't know what to think yet? I don't know much. I don't about know what to think game, yet. And I don't know. And I, yeah. I don't ever play any of the Infamous games. Okay. Uh, Infamous 1 and 2, real good. I fell off of 3. I think so. I like Second Son a lot. I've, I've played it a couple of times. It's fun. I think they're, they make very competent games. I, I suspect ghost of Tsushima will be kind of a junk foodie kind of game. It'll be really fun to play through and it'll have a lot of stuff on a map to clear out. I don't know that I think it's going to be like particularly profound. Yeah. Kind of the last hurrah for the PlayStation four. Perhaps yeah. I'm excited uh, that it's coming out on PS4. That's yeah. That's um, for sure. It, it looks real good. I I'm hoping it's got some like good ass combat like, like Sekiro. What I'm I hoping is it has the ability for you to say like, give me infamous difficulty where, you know, it's playable. It's got some tough yeah. spots. And then, and then also a like one cut and I'm dead mode where it's like, <laughs> make those swords real, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> make it, uh, make it realistic. That would be cool. I think that would be really neat. Yeah. Uh, that's, they've got, I don't, I only remember like the initial reveal trailer. Uh, or maybe like the second gameplay trailer. They haven't shown much. Even at the Game Awards, yeah. they claimed Keeley was out there saying it was like the longest trailer of the night or whatever, and yeah, it, was it was like, like no gameplay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. But it's supposed to be open world, which sounds kind of cool, like infamous stuff. So yeah. like riding a horse around feudal Japan with some like light spirit, like that's, supernatural that's elements. My, that's sounds my neat. weekday. Like that's what I do. <laughs> riding around your horse, <laughs> Japan's like, yeah. rural Japan. I've been. Yeah. Uh, I feel. I feel like I've watched like half an hour's worth of footage from that game and I don't know anything about it. I don't think I don't think Japan. half an hour of footage exists. <laughs> uh the, the gameplay does look very cool. It's very fluid. You can the, the way the fighting is and the way that you can there's a stealth element to it. Mm -hmm. It does it it looks very Assassin's Creedy, like jumping up on stuff and stealthing around. I was calling out ten, uh Tenchu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That too. I think the thing that I'm um that I want from ghost of Tsushima that I don't think it's going to deliver on is that um, I don't necessarily need like loot from it, but I would like it to be the kind of thing where there's a reason for me to go and rescue a village from some bandits beyond just go do it. Um, and I feel like so beyond the far cry method of, or here's even a, like here's a far place cry on method. the back. At least the Far Cry, yeah, Far Cry gives you like upgrades and stuff like that. Like, okay. if anything, Far Cry is actually kind of what I'm. I wish it trended was going to trend okay. more in that direction. Of like, then they have story motivations as well. Yeah, and I guess um, I want to see the storyline. I think that the potential is there for the storyline to be cool in Ghost of Tsushima, but more what I'm 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 looking for is if it's like an open world game with lots of stuff to do. I would love to have meaningful like upgrades and i mean honestly again i don't need full-on like rarity tiered loot but it would be cool if it's like getting a different sword and 
um, and, and different armor and stuff like that. I, I don't think that's the game they're making. Um, I just kind of wish it was like, if it was like an open world Neo that wasn't as hard <laughs> or something, <laughs> um, that's, that would be kind of cool, but I don't, I don't know that that's what they're making. Sure. Uh, yeah. Neo two also out in the early parts of this year, but I never finished the first one. I should go uh, back and play it. I heard it was I, very I got hard. credits, but there's like an epilogue that I never finished. But yeah. Uh, all right. Does anybody else have anything, any predictions they need to get out there? Uh, more games will have uh, whatever month and then 2020. As in, they'll be like, like not a specific date. Oh, one 2020. Like, they'll, like, no, not even that. I'm saying is that they will say the 20th day of whatever month, you know, oh, two 2020, which means uh, like for release day. Yeah. So okay. Like, oh, I see what you're saying. Two, 20, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Like a bunch yeah, of yeah. in a row. Yeah. Okay. Call of Duty will do that. Yeah. Oh god. It's too bad Call of Duty's on the cycle it's on because they really should have released it on uh April twentieth, twenty twenty. That would have been the most on brand way for them to But the sports games are all gonna be twenty twenty one. It's like two K twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh I think we're gonna see I said I wasn't gonna talk about it, but I also do think that this is the year that the wheels fall off of the Star Citizen train. No, <laughs> as much as I don't want them to. Nah man, it's going too strong. It's gonna go forever. <laughs> it's not going strong at all. <laughs> They're like hemorrhaging money. But they also said that they hit like how many millions of dollars? Yeah, but the reports that came out last year is that 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 they're like the money, the tank is running very dry because how many shell corporations are there? I don't think that they're shell corporations in the malicious sense, but like, yes, there's a lot of. I think it's only in the malicious sense. They're run by the mafia. Um, and they have a pending lawsuit with like Crytek and stuff. Yeah, and they the Crytek even still a company? Yeah, apparently they enough also to are sue, in a bad spot. Yeah, enough to sue uh, Robert Space Industries, like they uh, or Cloud Imperium. Um, they like the 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 court documents that came out were like they can't Crytek can't move forward with the lawsuit until they have a released game, and the court date was set for July. And then Chris Roberts is like, well, the game's not going to be done by July, so <laughs> we can't do the court date then. Whoops. <laughs> Even though all along on their roadmaps, they've had that Squadron 42 like single player thing coming out in July. But like mm. basically through these court documents, they admitted that it is not coming out any sooner than September. And if it makes it this year, I will be shocked. Uh, mm. So, yeah, I think that's, that's not even like a huge delay. Mm. Uh, yeah, mm. I don't. I think they said September. But I don't think. Oh, the game, yeah. I don't no, think I don't. I don't yeah. think that thing's close to being done. That's. Hmm. I vote uh, Mario Odyssey sequel. Announced or uh, released? Uh, uh, yeah, I think that's that Christmas. Yeah, game. I think that's got to be like that. It's too. It's too easy to say that. Like, oh, Mario Odyssey, of course. But the thing is, though, is that the way that they built that that game, you know, like it, it's stupid to say, oh, games as a service. But you could easily just do yeah. more of that and then just go. I mean, you don't have to add it to Mario Odyssey. Make it Mario Odyssey 2, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's easy enough to use that same template. Those assets still exist. There's a lot to do there. And then, um, was it Mario uh, Mario 3D World? I think that could be an easy... Like a report? Yeah. I don't think that Nintendo will ever make another service game. (laughs) No. Uh, Splatoon Splatoon 3. Yeah. Legs. I don't know that Tetris I would effect call was good. Tetris Effect uh, or t- Tetris 99. Yeah. 
Tetris yeah. 99 is totally a surface game. That one, that no, one but I'm is. Saying they did but... a good job with that. And I imagine like, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that they've not found success. I think that they, no, no. I just think they like selling you a box that, he has a price tag on it, and I think Animal Crossing is going to be a service also Tetris ninety nine did come with a box. I saw it. you can buy it. Yeah, well, it comes yeah, with but it like, comes with a year of the online service. Yeah. yeah, I guess what I'm saying is I don't think that Animal Crossing is going to Animal Crossing has always been a service game. So in that regards, I guess, but I don't think it's going to really be different from previous. Animal I think it's going to go crazy on the online service hooks. I think it's going to be a lot of events and yeah, maybe stuff. I don't know. If anything, that's the other one. I don't think that they'll ever make like like Splatoon 2. I would not call a service game. It just kind of like existed and they put maps in it occasionally. When I think of a service game, I think of like battle passes and like significant new additions. But I think it came out pre-battle like pass. I think if the stuff. next Splatoon comes out, it will have a battle pass. I guess that's what I'm saying is I don't think that Nintendo will adapt to that, but maybe I would like to be proven long because I wrong because I like Splatoon and I would love to have. Man, imagine the wild shit Nintendo would put in a battle pass. Yeah, right. It'd be cool. Yeah. Make another arms what with if, a battle pass. What if Splatoon three is just destiny? <laughs> you can't say that about every single <laughs> franchise. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's not destiny. It's it's literally I think Destiny, the end game of Destiny is it becomes Splatoon. Everyone evolves into Squid Kids and Wait. That's, that's what the traveler Smash is, Ultimate is the ultimate smash. It's what yeah. if the next Smash game is Destiny? We did it. Open world, third person, action game. Also, Smash uh, is a pretty good service game. That could use a battle pass. Uh, I'm yeah. season pass. Uh, I don't. Mm, the online isn't very. Good yeah, the online is questionable. This is the issue: is that like most of Nintendo doesn't make very good online stuff, aside from like Tetris Splatoon. and Splatoon. So that's really where the problem lies. Maybe Sam, do you have any Destiny predictions for 2020? I've you've played more Destiny than I have. <laughs> I, I have, but it's your. F- Second favorite game or something? You love you love Destiny too. So do yeah, you. I love Destiny too. I, I do. The big issue is that you can't play Destiny two with a baby because you can't pause it. Yeah. Uh, so I've not played it at all, basically. Um, I, I don't know. If I was them, the thing that I've always said that I would do is just edit Destiny one into Destiny two so that you can play both campaigns. Uh, they are they are they have obscured. Like I mean, I so I did a new light like character i finally made a hunter and i kind of saw some of that stuff they do and they do direct you to amanda holiday to like take here's the old content if you want to play it but um i they i don't think do you mean destiny 2's campaign yeah where they're like here's the campaign no no i know what you're saying but like i don't think they want you to obfuscate they don't they don't want you to go back i think they want you to play i think 2020 new decade independent publisher or independent self-publish, they want you to play the new shit and they yeah. want to make new shit for you mm. to play. Uh, I, I, if I, they could remix it and make it like valuable to like actually do that old stuff. Cause like right now there's not a ton of value in doing like the old raids. Like you can get some new gear, but you're not getting like the best gear by doing the old raids. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I maybe, so I think once the 
I think the biggest thing holding them back on crossplay is load times right now. So I think maybe maybe not right at launch, but I think 2021 we see crossplay with like the Series X and the PS5 and PC. I don't think load times there's something they're super worried about because I remember playing a raid with a friend and he had a PS4, a launch PS4, and I had the Pro, mm-hmm. and he was on wi- Wi-Fi and I was on Ethernet. And I loaded in like 45 seconds before he did. Uh, and that's not really an issue mm-hmm. on PS4. So Could be. I think crossplay will happen when it happens. I think that also they want to do it less than people want them to do it. They did it's, just put out that Stadia version. That was probably a lot of work. And doesn't have crossplay. Because <laughs> they were porting it to Linux. Which is what Stadia runs on. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't think that. I think they want to just put out content. Honestly, I think that's yeah. what that studio wants to do, and I think crossplay is a thing they're going to have to do because, I mean, hell, Enough if you want to, if you want to talk about big hottest gaming trends of 2020, it all again it's another thing that kind of blew yeah. up over 2019. But like, part of the reason Modern Warfare is so good is because you get games in like seconds after hitting the the Q button for any mode that you want, because it draws from a full list of people playing across multiple platforms. And that's huge. And destiny should do that. But destiny's player numbers are healthy enough on each platform, except for maybe stadia, that they don't really have to either. Um, Rocket league is now that you can, about that with the cross. Yeah. Yeah. Rocket league did it first. Yes. Actually, I think. Yeah. But, it, uh, but the yeah, numbers are yeah. really good. It's a very quick and yeah. snappy thing. Yeah. I, I so, just wish I didn't have to play on my PS4 to play with my friends. <laughs> Yeah, but I think people who are super into Destiny will do it. And with cross save being oh, yeah. what it is, yeah, like, they're halfway there. I just wish they would do the go the full way and make. And I think like, they will eventually because a lot of people because for PVE it doesn't matter who you match up with, but for PVP they can queue it off and say, okay, if you're mouse and keyboard, you're against mouse and keyboard. Next, I want crossplay Apex Legends. I just want yeah. to be able to buy a destiny expansion once and play it on multiple systems. It's That'll never free. happen. Do I that. don't think it'll ever happen because of the console holders, yeah, the not because stuff. of Bungie. Yeah, I know. Cause that's it's always just, the problem. It's just very annoying. Totally. That I have that. I have shadow keep in multiple places. I've, but I can't play on my new Xbox. I yep. bought it. Why, why would you though? Uh, I've bought it twice. I bought the expansions twice too. They were on sale the second time, but yeah, I bought it once. All right. I played no hours. <laughs> I will I've, finish Shadowkeep in 2020. I will. I've played far too many hours. Uh, you should do the devil. Do you have the, did you buy like the season pass one? No. Oh, okay. Cause there's a real good season pass quest. I'll send you a link to it. I mean, I'll, it's, if it's I like, get back into it, I'll buy the season pass. I'm not. The season pass is almost like half over. Uh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Probably not then. Uh, it's, uh get yourself a destiny buddy. Uh, the, Buddy Pass for Stadia will play it together. <laughs> but I don't want to start over on Stadia. <laughs> you don't have to. Oh, it is cross save, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want to play it on Stadia. <laughs> I've got 125 hours since the Steam release. Um, <laughs> See, they tricked me on Destiny yeah. 1. I couldn't. Uh, I bounced yeah. off real hard on Destiny 2. I, I, uh, I, I did too on the initial release, and then I came back for the PC launch, and then I bounced off again, and I then also, I'm like really in. I don't think those quests are... Um, locked to the season passes like i think you, you have to, some of them are some of them are but but i was under the impression that that if it's story related content you'll be able to play it in the future um some of them are you have to own the season pass to do 
yeah, but I don't know that they're time limited. Um, mm. Like to the time limit of the season pass. Maybe not. I'm not sure. If there's um, seasonal quests that you have to buy the season pass and then play them during that window, that is very good for me to just find out. And then I'll uninstall destiny Two and never touch it ever again in my life. Because uh, that is, I think the worst way to I do actually, content I, additions. Actually, no, you can, because I picked up, but yeah. sometimes they get bugged and they don't work. They have to like rework them. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, um, I think that intent is once the season pass ends, if you want yeah. the narrative like quest content, you can always go back yeah. and play it. And it just, and, and you don't necessarily, I don't know if it's that you won't need to own season pass or whatever, but I don't, I thought I read somewhere and I thought Sam also said at some point that they're not locking content behind the season passes as time, the time limit, less some stuff purchase. Yeah. Some of the activities are disappearing, but I don't mind having like to spend 10 bucks dial. in six months to play yeah. certain things. And activities are one thing. It's more just like, if it's like, there's a cool quest you can do and then you can't do it anymore because the time limit ran out. I find that like awful and I, I will you in not Warframe. play that. <laughs> yes. In fact, I need to reinstall Warframe because I like Warframe a lot. I have not Warframe's model is perfect. Ever. Yeah, I need to put it on my Switch doing some travel. Let's get on that, good. man. Let's play some Warframe. But it can't, but, yeah. Hmm. It uh, all right. Play. Well, we, we've been going for a long time here. Yeah. Uh, whoo. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody, to our listeners. Uh, you can find oh, no, I already us did. on Twitter at Fix Podcasts. And you can find me, Andre, at CoolSlaw on Twitter, C O O L S L 4 W. Pat, where can people find you? You can find me at PJC Plays and hopefully stress testing Temtem today. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't get a thing, so that probably means I'm not in. Do you want a code? I got Dang. it. Yes. I'll tell you. I'll send you a code. Cool. Uh, Sam, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere at SGCH. Damn. Everywhere. 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 Uh, Don't turn around. I'm behind you. Everywhere. Oh, whoops. sorry. I, 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 knocked, I knocked my mic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex, where can people find you? Uh, well, from the little podcast, uh, Super GG Radio, uh, Twitter at Super GG Radio. Uh, my personal one is slander and libel, so it's slander okay. and libel. But for the I always thought it was slander nibble, nope. slander and libel. But uh, the that idea is that was, was just super GG radio is the one where we're all kind yeah. of share and use quite often more than anything else. So well, uh, when do your podcast post? They go live every Sunday, roughly around noon. Okay, and uh, we do we uh, do Twitch streams Monday, Tuesday, and Fridays on twitch.tv slash super GG radio. Nice. And maybe uh, one of us will pop over on to an episode of yours. And I think maybe we'll have one more guest from your podcast next week on a more regular episode. Great. Uh, Well, thanks for joining us, everybody, for episode 103. Woo. Can you believe it? Almost barely. uh, Yeah, barely. Uh, That's almost two full years of episodes. Yep. Not counting game of the year. Yep. Uh, wow. we'll be back next week with another episode and thanks for joining us uh, send in your predictions for 2020 to uh, gaming at fix.space and maybe we'll read them on air yeah yeah. and then maybe yeah. you can name Sam's second child yes this is a great idea voting on let's yeah. crowdsource I do, the name I do already have a name in mind um, 
I don't want a second child. <laughs> is that the name of your second? <laughs> if you if you have a second child, uh, then you're I gonna name it. I didn't want you. <laughs> <I> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. God. All right. Okay. Well. Uh, okay. Thank Thanks you very everyone. much. Goodbye. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. So long. Bye. See you. Farewell. <laughs>